Oh, yeah. We back in full effect. We back at it for the, with another exciting edition of the Gems and Juice podcast. And let me tell you, folks, big show here today, tonight, mm-hmm. whenever you listen to this beautiful podcast right now. <laughs> and for one reason and one reason only, aliens are here, man. They here, man. Aliens are here. That's all we're talking about is fucking aliens, okay? You thought you was going to hear takes about Travis Scott or fucking Drake or fucking Tra- uh, whatever else, the training camp, NFL <laughs> shit, how CJ Stroud looks out there. Nah, fuck that. We yeah. talking about aliens all night long, okay? <laughs> Y'all want to push the narrative and talk about the other shit. Aliens are walking around, man. They are. I don't man. know which one. We might, y'all might be the aliens, man. Yeah. We might be the aliens. I know. <laughs> what is going on, man? We, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna break this down. We're gonna get uh Alex Jones is coming on the show a little later on. I, I know. We're gonna get all the conspiracy theories. We're gonna get Joe <laughs> Rogan in here and we're gonna break down aliens for yeah. three hours we, straight. Now nah, we're gonna mess around. Yeah, we're gonna mess around, get sued. <laughs> <laughs> sued for like a billion we dollars. <laughs> yeah, we gonna get ice cube and get extra canceled, man. You see this fool over here with Tucker Carlson and yeah, shit. Yeah, riding in the car. <laughs> <laughs> they pull, he pulled up in did he pull up in Compton or something? Or yeah, he Oakland? grew up to this old neighborhood, man. <laughs> shucking and laughing and yucking it up with Tucker Carlson, man. I'm like, oh my God, man. <laughs> what is going on in the world today? I don't I don't understand. It's hot as fuck, it's hotter than it's ever been. We got aliens out here, we got mid-rap albums, and we got <laughs> Oh, we got your take on it already. 
Uh oh. Hey, I didn't. I didn't say <laughs> Utopia was mid yet. Okay, I'm just saying. As far we seven months into the fucking year, and I was looking at a list of the which somebody put out what's album of the year, and I didn't like any of them. <laughs> like, yeah. Like as far as uh the thinking, what what is your album of the year? It's Slim Pickens, man. It's been seven months, and then not until like this month, I think we had a. Uh, 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 album and song reached number one yeah on the billboard charts yeah so mm-hmm. we gonna get into that we don't get into that we don't get into everything man but first off uh figgy gotta check in with you man it's been a busy week we ramping up in the nfl season uh texans in training camp the whole crew is out there i've already seen the wild ass takes overreactions <laughs> which which is worse summer league hot takes or training camp hot takes man Man, they both neck and neck, man. I would probably say the summer league hot takes, man. <laughs> because, dog, like, at least training camp, like, real training camp, not OTAs, but actual training camp, you got everybody there. So, you know, you can look at the Jets. Like, they got they got Aaron Rodgers there. They got, Sauce, they got the real team there. So, I would take that word over summer league who got some dudes that's probably ain't <laughs> that that'll probably be playing in the YMCA in a couple weeks. I would take that over over the summer league because dog, the Cavs won the championship in the summer league, man. <laughs> what the hell do that really mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, it, it's funny they played the Rockets in the summer league. So it, I mean, is that supposed to mean something? Is we supposed to be super excited about that? I just uh, I I would take that with the greatest. So I think it's good for like the early picks, like let's say the first, second, third round pick. I mean, or first, second, third overall pick play. You, and that's your first look at them. So um, you watch them play, and they probably only play like two games, two or three games, and they sit them down because of injuries and all that stuff. I think it's cool then, but I wouldn't take too much stock into how somebody look in summer league, man. I think the NFL training camp hot takes are worse, man. Really? Because I feel like at least with the summer league, you don't have the full team out there. So the biggest hot take you got is, oh, our number one draft, our first draft pick looks good out there. He could be really good. Usually you don't see like the team is going to be really good hot takes because you ain't got the real stars out there. Like Jalen Green ain't play. Like, so you, you can't take a whole narrative about the whole team and how they're going to play. Plus, these dudes just got drafted, too. So you keep that in mind a little bit. But with the NFL training camp, it's like, look, the Texans haven't won more than four games in like three years. But I swear, every training camp, people have said the team looks good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hearing people saying this defense is going to be really good. Somebody said that right after, uh, I guess, Davis Mills got picked. And they said, this defense is going to be really good this year because Davis Mills got picked. <laughs> yeah. Look, man. Like, everybody's saying this defense is going to be good. The off- They always look good in training camp, man. That's the point of training camp. <laughs> yeah. I've seen one team say this team look – anybody say this team looks awful in training camp. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen any of that ever. Yeah. So every, every Texans training camp is positive – until they get out in the field for a real game, man. I, the preseason shit sucks too. Yeah, <laughs> so. nah, that's a, yeah. I don't even 
pay that no attention. And the thing is, it's like when they do look good, then you brag about it. Mm-hmm. If they don't look good, then it's only preseason. Yeah. It's only training camp. <laughs> Why are we overreacting? Wait to a real game. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's, they yeah. have it both ways, man. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all bad to be honest, man. It's hard. To, it's all bad because even with summer league, I see some Cavalier fans talking about uh, Imani Bates. Like, oh, he gonna be a problem, dog. He was picked in the second round. He was picked number forty six or something. Something. So I'm like, man, come on. Like, let's yeah. be real. Is he gonna? Pl- is he even gonna play? <laughs> so it's just I, I just hate that type of stuff. Like, oh, he gonna be a problem. Hey, y'all better watch out for him. Like, come on, man. This is summer league, man. Look who we going against. Yeah. So, like, he might not even, he might be in G League, man. So, I I hate all the talks, though, man. I just want to yeah. get the, I just want to get to the first week. Same here, man. But y'all, y'all have been out there. Y'all been reporting live from training camp. So, with that being said about all our hate of training camp takes, <laughs> You got to give your own now, man. How's everybody look out there? How many games is Texas going to win based off of one man. week of training camp? So, I, <laughs> hey, so I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. Look, I'm going to say this, and I said it earlier. I feel like the past three years we've been saying the vibes at camp is good. Mm-hmm. So, and look, I, 2021, we were saying that just a little bit because that was the first year with no Bill O'Brien. So it's like, okay, everything cool. People seem happy around here. People, you know, all that stuff. And we knew how that season went. The second year, oh, we got a real head coach this time. We got Lovey Smith. Oh, the vibes is good. Everything seemed organized. You see how that season went. <laughs> so we saying the exact same thing this year. Oh, the vibes is good. You know, every everybody excited and all this other stuff. So um, hopefully we can get to a point where we stop talking about how good the vibes are in camp. And hopefully this is the way it is <laughs> going forward with this head coach too. So, um, but I say say all that to say the vibes was good. The fans was out there um, on Friday. So that was the first time they was out there. And it was packed. A lot of people was out there. I think Janice Manere was out there. So everybody was out there, but... It's too early to tell, man. I'll say this. Look, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I still think they probably going to win like five, maybe six games. I'm going to say five games. Just for the simple fact, you got a rookie head coach. You got a rookie offensive coordinator. You got a rookie quarterback. I think I think they're going to go through some growing pains. I don't think it's going to be bad losses like last year. Last year, the last two years, actually, was really rough. And those are all bad losses. It was times they got really blown out. Uh, It was times where the score looked like it was close, but it wasn't close at all. I think this year, I think they'd be super competitive. I think they have a better team. But like I said, you got a rookie head coach and you got a rookie quarterback. It's going to be some times where you have a chance to win a game and, you know, you might fumble a snap or something like that. I think it's going to be a lot of close games. And they just want, you know, it's a young team, so they ain't going to be able to pull it off. So I got them winning probably like five, maybe six games, but a competitive five and six games. 
Yeah, I mean that's kind of the safe bet right now. I mean the the really the only real plus side is the fact that the division is weak, you know. Yeah. So it really feels like anybody can win it. So that that's the uh, the plus side. But yeah, we do. It's a it's a very young team with a young head coach. So yeah, we gotta just understand these are growing pains we got to go through, and you know. Proceed accordingly. But the hot takes about the defense, I don't want to hear it, man. <laughs> I don't want to hear shit until we get to week one, okay? Because I swear, for the last three, four years, everybody's been talking about how the defense, how the offense, how Davis Mills looks good out there. And yeah. then we get to fucking week three and we ain't won anything. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah man. Uh, I hold the hot takes. We see y'all in the comments. What's up, everybody? What's up, Miguel? Of course, starting off with a hot take about some shit that happened on In The Loop. So you got to explain this to me, Figgy. What's he talking about when he says, shout out my guy Landry. He 100 AF going head to head with the general, not backing down on his lying ass. Now, I have no idea what he's talking about, but I'm going to take a guess and say it has something to do with the uh, the Titans and the Oilers yep. colors. Does it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So John McClane, you probably seen his tweets. Of him pretty much being excited about the uh, throwbacks and and I think he mentioned like uh, Houston fans didn't give a hoot when the Titans left or when the uh, Oilers left Houston and all this other stuff kind of caused an uproar. But um, John was on our show Tuesday, and you know it was it was pretty much John Lopez versus John McClain, two guys who've been here for years and. You know, cover the team for years. And um, they wouldn't back it down, man. John kept saying, um, you know, people here didn't care when they was here back in 1995 and 96. They didn't care until the, the um, I guess, the Oilers became the Titans. and He's saying a lot of stuff that a lot of people said that wasn't true. So um, Lopez and Landry, they pretty much went at them um, – Toe-to-toe, pretty much saying, nah, you lying. So it got pretty heated on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I might have to hit the rewind on that Odyssey app and and run that back, man, because I didn't catch that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, uh, McClain was mad that Landry was calling him, uh, pretty much called him a liar. Damn. And he got mad, and they kind of had to talk it out during the break, too. (laughs) Okay, okay. Yeah, but... Yeah, man. I'm, um, we might as well get into that, man. The, the yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, the Titans bring about the Oilers uh, throwbacks. They got uh, not only just the regular Oilers throwbacks, but they got the Love You Blue on there. Which is, and they're doing it against Houston as well when yeah, they come. They doing so, it. Yeah, they doing it against obvious Houston. trolling. They tr- yes, that's trolling. That's that's another thing John McClain pretty much tried to deny that. Um, that Tennessee just so happened to bring those back to play Houston or something like that. It's just like, come on, man. You that ownership know what they doing. And you know, I you know, I wasn't here obviously, but I kind of know what happened. And Bud Adams had something against the city of Houston because they wouldn't build a new stadium or whatever the case was. He wanted to move. So, um he had an issue with the city of Houston, and I think that trickled down to his daughter. Uh, I think it's Amy Adams. So um, that's what it that's what it is, man. She 
she kind of took on after that having a problem issue with the city. So they doing a lot of trolling. So I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I can't really speak on the attitude of Houston when the Oilers left because I was too young. Like they left in what, 97? I was like 10 years old at the time, man. And yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to uh, football like that. So I, I can't really speak on whether the city didn't support them enough. I know my mother loved the Oilers. My dad was a, uh, she loved the Oilers and the, and the Steelers. My dad was a Cowboys fan. He didn't really <laughs> fuck with the Oilers. My mother loved the Oilers. And um, of course, her family did as well. Our family did as well. And look, the colors, the icon is iconic, man. That's one thing I can say for sure. Like yeah. even after they left, you had the, everybody had the hats with the logo on it. People had the slabs with the colors on it. Like that Oilers logo is iconic I, Houston type shit, yeah. man. I just bought an Oilers starter jacket. Yeah. It was damn near brand new. It still had the tag on it and everything, man. <laughs> like this was, this was fly. It's clean, man. It's clean. And I like the colors. I think that that's just, we identify that with Houston. Yeah. Now, they left for, and you can debate until whenever about the reasons why they left, uh, if they were supported enough, whatever, blah, blah. But the colors and all that shit, that is Houston. That being said, man, I don't really, look, technically they have the right to do it. And if they didn't do it, nobody could do it. Yeah, you know, it's not like the Texans can come out with Oilers. They can't. Yeah, that's the yeah that, that and we can't really the honor. We, we can't honor the players like that because they didn't play for the franchise. Mm -hmm. And the only way they can be appreciated really is that I see some people get mad at like Warren Moon and people getting excited over it. I'm like, why? The Texans can't really do anything for Warren Moon and the former Oilers. Yeah, because that's a different franchise now, man. And the yeah. only way it can be recognized is if the Titans do something like this. And yeah. it's either this or nothing. So I'm not mad at it from that perspective. I just, it's obviously trolling the fact that they're doing it against Houston, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think people got to read between the lines. Warren Moon is still somewhat active. He have a relationship with, um, with the Titans just off that strength of him being a former Oiler. So why would he sit there and say, hey, the team should be in Houston? Like, that's kind of messing up the relationship. Now, you do see a lot of um, former Oilers who don't have probably the best relationship with the Titans that's probably more vocal about the team should still be in Houston or the uh, Houston should have the colors instead of Tennessee and all that stuff. But, warm I mean, I think it's all politics, man. I think, and I, I totally get it. And I'm not mad at that either, man. The only thing I'm upset about is I, I hate how it went down. I, I wish the NFL would have did something to keep the franchise. I, I feel like if you move to a different city, I feel like you should I, I feel like you should start fresh. And that's hard to say because like the Raiders moved to Las Vegas and it was a smooth transition. And they probably going to stay the Las Vegas Raiders forever. So I don't know if Oakland will ever get a team, but they can't be the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they can't be the Raiders anymore. 
So yeah. let's say they do get another team. I don't know how that's going to go now. I don't know if people in Oakland going to be upset and wish that they had those colors and all that stuff. It's super confusing, man. I don't, I don't like the way they did it, but I guess looking in the NBA how Charlotte did it. Remember Charlotte moved and they went mm-hmm. to New Orleans and it was the New Orleans uh, Hornets. And then Charlotte ended up getting another team. They became the Bobcats. Yeah. And then New Orleans changed their name to the Pelicans. And then... Now, the New Orleans went through it several times because remember, the Jazz were in New Orleans at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they went to Utah. Which it fucking makes no sense at all for them to be called the Jazz. But <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a whole other story. Yeah. But I felt like once Tennessee gave up the name Oilers and they changed the colors and all that stuff, I feel like that should be free game to give up the, uh, where they they can't just hold on to that name, man. Mm-hmm. I, I I just think it's it's strange to see something like that move away and Tennessee have no affiliation with oil. <laughs> like it's it's kind of silly, man. But like you said, technically it's their stuff, and you I mean Houston can't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Look, tensions were gonna be are gonna be high, and I think people got mad at what JJ Watt said too, where he kind of admitted that you know it's really unfortunate that you know the 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 Texans can't wear anything like that or represent because it's st- the culture's still strong here. Yeah. But look, it is what it is, man. But look, that that just needs to be extra motivation. The Texans yeah. got to go out there and get revenge, man. Nothing would be sweeter. Than the Titans losing to the Texans in Oilers costumes, man, in jerseys and all that shit. Yeah. It'll be it'll be uh, poetic in a way. So yeah. it'll be even better than us. Would that be better than us beating Deshaun Watson if we could beat Deshaun Watson in Houston? Uh, uh, it might be. It's it's close, man. Because before before these throwbacks came out. I would have said the, the the number one game is the Browns. Mm-hmm. That would be number one. But the way it been this all this week, Browns might be number two because people have been talking about this for a long I mean, people have been talking about this all week, man. Yeah. And I've seen a few people say they'd rather beat the Titans in uniforms than the Browns at this point. Yeah. I mean, I think if C.J. Stroud ends up being pretty good, by the time we have the Browns game, I think the a lot of the salt of Deshaun Watson leaving will be gone. Yeah, you know? I agree. So I think if he's doing bad over there and the Texans are doing better with, or at least C.J. Stroud looks good out there, yeah. I, I don't think we're going to be as salty about that. Like, we'll still, of course, want to beat him. Yeah. But I don't think the it's, it's going to be, be as deal. high. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I th- and honestly, I think even it like I think Deshaun Watson could do good, but if CJ Stroud is good, where it's like we don't really miss Deshaun Watson, we got a, yeah. another quarterback, we good over here. Exactly. Then I don't, I I don't think that would matter either. So yeah, yeah, it's it's very unfortunate, man. I hate I hate that because there's a lot of Oilers fans here, or or people that was fans of the Oilers. I just hate the fact that. Some people because you got two people. You got people that's saying, "Hey, we should get the colors back." That's not fair. And then you got the other people, stop crying. That's not your colors. It's like you can't take those memories away, man. Like the oil is played here, mm-hmm. so you can't get mad at somebody 
being upset that they don't have those colors, that Tennessee get to use those colors, and they've been watching that team all their life. So it, it's very unfortunate. I wish I wish the NFL can really do something about it, but they can't, man. Unless Amy Adams pass away or something and her kids take over and the kids don't really care about it and they <laughs> work out something, but that's a long stretch. Yeah. I just think ain't nothing you can do. I think, I guess the best way to get rid of all of that is the Texans need to win and build their own legacy. Yeah, that's all I can do. But at least it made for good content on the radio because I know it's been dry with no real action, no NBA, no NFL yet. And uh, baseball, there's been baseball to talk about, but it's still not, you know, postseason time yet. So, yeah, at least make for some good content. Um, we see y'all in the comments as well. What's up, uh, Mad Wine Chemist? We see you in here as well. Uh, Miguel also said her loss was number one. That was last year with Drake and 21 Savage. That wasn't this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Lil Uzi Vert was the first rapper to go number one with the album and songs with uh, that. Yeah. Punk. Mid shit. Yeah, I wouldn't even. A, I wouldn't even look at that as a damn rap album, man. Yeah. That was that was some punk. Yeah, rock. it was a rap rock. Yes, yeah. Whatever the fuck that was, man. And sidebar, he also, I guess the 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 feedback was getting to him because he posted something like, "Wow, it's crazy how uh, I went number one with an experimental album." Now he's he's coming with another album. Apparently, he's calling it like Barter Sixteen. <laughs> and he's been doing a press run with Birdman, acting like a young thug. And I'm like, I don't yeah, know what's what going, going on, on here, on, man. man. I wish rappers stopped doing that. Whenever they drop something and they get a lot of criticism for it. Oh, that was me experimenting and all yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that was an album that for was, me. Yeah, you know, that wasn't that, my favorite one. That wasn't my real project. I, my real project is coming... <laughs> I hate people I mean, that look, do that. Drake did that. Drake dropped yeah. that bullshit dance album and he came right back the same year with uh, Her Loss, which was yeah. much... And, yeah. and we just forgot about the other one. Yeah. <laughs> and people would try to bring that other album up. Like, oh, yeah, it was... It, it wasn't that the, bad. It was slept, nigga. Like, that nah, shit was I ass. never went back to it, man. <laughs> never went back to it. I hear the one song once in a while. But nah, man... <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, that, that shit was ass, man. But yeah, I guess Lil Uzi is trying to do that with this uh with this last release. He's trying to double back and make like a serious album. Like, all right, man, whatever. That, that is irritating, um, man. <laughs> yeah, I hate that too, man. Uh, Matt Wine Chemist says, I feel like the only thing preseason shows you is what the team depth looks like. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, Drunk says to name a team, the Oilers shows just how crazy that oil money is. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. And that was what we were known for back then. Um, Drunk says also, Will Levis gonna have 300 yards, three Hell TDs, and no, the Oilers jerseys. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would really be the worst, man. That would that really would be, be the worst. That would actually be hilarious, man. <laughs> motherfucker, second round quarterback light up the Texans. That would be. Yeah. Just the, 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 the so bottom that, of the franchise, man. So that means he will be lighting up C.J. Stroud, who is the second overall pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be bad, That man. would be very uncomfortable, that's worse, that's worse case scenario. That's worse than Deshaun Watson lighting us up, man. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be worst case scenario, us getting lit up by Will Levis. 
Yeah. Nah, fuck that, man. Will Levis had his girl looking crazy at him in that draft night when he didn't get drafted the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Fuck that. Um, Junk says Houston will have two NFL teams before Oakland get another one. Yeah, probably. I mean, I I, I can't see another team going to Oakland. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, they about to lose everything, man. Yeah, the A's, A's leaving as well. Yeah, I think that's it, right? They ain't got no more Oakland teams because I think nah. I think Golden State they moved to uh, San Francisco. Yeah, so that that'd be it. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I guess. Uh, too short gotta do something. He gotta invest in something, man. Too short in E40 gotta yeah. invest in something for Oakland, man. It seemed like uh, do you do you feel like the celebrities from Oakland, it seemed like they kind of quiet about these things moving. Cause I don't think they really give a shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> what like I, I think they cared about the Raiders. I know Ice Key was really heated about the Raiders. Man. Yeah, yeah. I know that much. Cause that like the he was NWA known, made he was the known, Raiders. He was like, known for that hat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the only reason I get a Raiders cap is because they had it. Yep. But um, yeah, man, it seemed, it seemed like it's not really an uproar about these teams leaving Oakland outside of the, I mean, outside of you watching Sports Center and they showing fans complaining or something. Yeah, people but, are mad about the A's now, but they weren't supporting that team, man. You look at those games and they're fucking empty, dog. Yeah. I mean, and that team sucks too, so I can't really blame them. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. The, the, it's the unfortunate. Owner, the ownership was always bad there, man. They were always yeah. cheap. The uh, the stadium is a dump, so uh, they never really got the support like that. You need to change the fucking name to the A's, the Athletics. <laughs> it's kind of fucking nineteen sixty five ass name hey. for a fucking. That's like if the Knickerbockers never changed their name. They're just the Knickerbockers and never the Knicks. Even the Knicks is kind of stupid, but that's like iconic now. But yeah. the A's, the Athletics, nah, But man, you know, how, you know how baseball is. They don't want to change nothing. That's true. Red Sox, White Sox, all that bullshit. Yeah. Um, uh, Miguel Hayden on McLean as well. He's getting <laughs> checks in Nashville, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. About that man, you gotta take do, that up with him. Do you feel like it's weird because McLean actually goes on in Nashville a lot on the radio, mm-hmm. as well as Houston? So he pretty much covered the Titans and the Texans. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of strange? Because like, I, I thought about it. I'm like, that's to me, that's like if somebody up in Cleveland was covering the Browns and the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And then getting on radio pretty much saying, you know, nobody gave a hoot about the Browns back then. And, you know, pretty much taking up for the Ravens. It's just like, man. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that is weird. That's man. a little strange. And, yeah. and it does taint your opinion as well. Like, you might not see it, but, I mean, it does. If you're if you're working for both sides, like, you're going to be biased, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he might go up there and defend the Texans, too. And they'll be like, what the fuck? So, (laughs) I don't know, man. It it is strange, though. But and it's like a rival, and 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 it's a rival. Let's call it how it is. Mm -hmm. People here hate the Titans. Yeah. So it's, (laughs) I don't know. I just thought that was strange. I started thinking about all of that when he started talking crazy about the the Oilers and stuff. I was just like, what? Like, ain't he on in Nashville a lot? (laughs) Like, why is he double dipping like this, man? Can't nobody else do that. (laughs) Yeah. Look, everybody, like, I think uh, 
Dan Levitard had like some segments about this as well this week about how uh, uh, fucking Woj is being like a, a mouthpiece for the Blazers and how he's just reporting all this shit for, uh, and, and I guess the Heat, I guess, you know, they're based in Miami. They're, they're super Heat fans. And they're yeah. like, they're, they're, you know, the Heat, of course, won Dame Lillard. And I guess all the stuff that's coming out is like from him is pro Blazers. And they're saying, and, and you know, they're yeah. talking about how he's compromised. But we've been knowing that about Woj, man, because he's been in, in people's, like, he got actually, he got exposed, I want to say, by the piss, like the NBA exposed the him for or, or the the Pistons, Joe Dumars, for leaking information to Woj, and they looked back and saw this is like a few years ago, and they looked back and saw like all of his articles about the Pistons, even though they were terrible, like it has a positive spin on it, you know. <laughs> and they found out because I watched a YouTube video about this, but it actually happened. Basically. The NBA gave Joe Dumars like some fake information about some fake numbers, and Woj reported it. Mm. So they found out, oh, Joe Dumars is the one giving him the information and leaking shit. So he got in trouble for that. But I mean, Woj is look, man, is with the industry being what it is, you gotta get money however you can. Yeah. And integrity's been long dead in every single facet of our society, man. Yeah. Rap, entertainment. Journalism, news, everything. Integrity is fucking dead, okay? Yeah. Nobody got integrity in this game. They will all give it up for the bag. Yep. It doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. But, uh, yeah, so it is what it is. Um, what else going on? See y'all in the comments. I was scrolled up. Um, <laughs> Junk said, sham over woes all day. Yeah, sham, sham yeah. is like, if you've seen The Dark Knight, he's like, Harvey Dent before he turned to Two Face, you know he's young. Everybody thinks he's all he's all great. Look, he he he's gonna turn too. You gonna know, wake up one day and see that he's gonna be the mouthpiece. He he might already be. I haven't really yeah, followed him I, that much. I hope he don't go to ESPN, man. I f- because I used to like Woj when he was at Yahoo, mm-hmm. and then once he went to ESPN, then I don't know. He just, I guess he just got all his power. So I don't care if Woj <laughs> like that now, but. I like Shams, man. Yeah, he's he's cool with me, man. But I, you never know. You he he might you gonna turn into Two Face one day. Uh, Miguel said that's like Figgy going to seven ninety. Shit, if the bag is right, Figgy gonna go to seven ninety, man. Okay, but see, <laughs> but see, the difference is, imagine if I was doing both. Yeah, if I was double dipping, and that like that don't even make sense, man. <laughs> Funny thing, funny story. There actually was a producer who was double dipping. I remember somebody that. snitched on him. I remember and I was that. actually mad about that because I was like, look, man, this dude, we as producers don't get paid shit. Okay. Yeah. Especially as a part-time producer at 610 is not a living wage, man. You'll make more working at fucking Walmart. Yeah. So the fact that he was working part-time over there as well, I was like, get your money, King. But somebody snitched on him. I'm not gonna say who. Yeah, I re- but somebody I snitched this. and got him fired from six ten. I didn't like that. I remember but, this. I think it was around this time, which was crazy because it was like during training camp, <laughs> and the PD that was here at the time saw, yeah, saw yeah. him. Somebody with the, saw him on the sideline for another shirt. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I remember yeah. that. I was like, man, that's a, that's some bitch ass shit. You don't tattletale on the grown man. Come on, man. Yeah, that shit was weak to me. 
but whatever. The person who tattled told is no longer at 16. I'll say that much. So don't speculate on if it was Landry yeah. or somebody. You know, that person is no longer yeah, with he been the long uh, 16. Gone. Yeah. yeah. So don't worry about that. Yeah. You know, I almost got a job at 790. <laughs> early a on. Word? Yeah, I almost got a job at 790. This was early on before I was on in the loop and all that. I was just a part-time producer. And um I had, I think I applied. I, I, I think I applied a minute ago, but they actually hit me up. And I had an interview and everything. And the mm-hmm. guy, I pretty much had the job. The guy was like, all right, Monday, we're going, you know, uh, we, we'll contact you Monday and all this other stuff. So as I was walking out of iHeart, I got a call from our current uh, assistant PD, Laura. So I'm like, oh, what the? F-? <laughs> so I was nervous because I'm like, how, how is she calling me as I'm leaving this interview? <laughs> and uh, I answered the phone in the parking lot. She's like, hey, what's up? What you up to? I'm like, oh, nothing much. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, man, somebody must have called her. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, hey, I have a good opportunity for you. I'm like, would you like to work some Texans games? You could, um, you know, run the board. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, yeah, I can like, oh, that's cool. So she just called pretty much seeing if I wanted to work more uh, work games and stuff. So pretty much what, um, you know, run the local broadcast for the um, mm-hmm. Texans games. And I was just like, what? Like, does she know something? Because <laughs> I just <laughs> left this interview. I got this job. The guy told me I couldn't work at 610 anymore. Mm-hmm. I had to let that job go. So... Um, so I was sitting there thinking, like, oh man, what I'm gonna do? Like, I guess I had to let this job go. And she called me, wanted to uh, move me up pretty much, <laughs> want to get me some more hours and all that stuff. So I'm like, oh my God. But the guy, yeah. never, the guy never called me back. So I, I ended up calling him back and he said they went on a hiring freeze. Yeah, and so that was the that end. Might, of that that, that might have been a, a look. We got moles, okay. We got secret agents <laughs> in all in all industries, man. Okay, yeah. people tapped in. We all talk, and I think uh, somebody got word because yeah, that that timing is too convenient, man. That was that definitely was scary, somebody man. got word. That was scary. Yeah, that was real scary. <laughs> I'm gonna ask her. They about knew that. he was about to leave, and it was like hell, nah. I'm gonna ask. Her. Let go. Yeah, I'm gonna ask her about that. Like, did you know something? Because mm-hmm. she'll tell me the truth now because we're super yeah. cool. But yeah. uh, that was crazy, man. I was nervous as ever. <laughs> because <laughs> and mind you, and mind you, um, I've been I was trying to get an iHeart strictly because they got a hip hop station. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's my way to get in, and you know, I can do the rest, figure out the rest. But um, I ain't realized that was their competition, uh, 610 competition. So I thought I was gonna try to I was planning on double dipping too. Yeah, but um, money, man. yeah, I didn't realize that was the competition, so I was gonna have to let one go. So I'm just like, damn, but yeah, I was yeah. almost at 790, man. Probably wouldn't even be here to this day, <laughs> we, yeah, man. We, but it's funny how things work pockets. out, but yeah, no, I, I think, well, I mean, there's definitely former employees on both sides, so people talk, it's a very yeah. gossipy industry, just like every industry, and it's very possible that somebody said, Hey, we saw Figgy applied over here. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> so they they made the call. So yeah. um, you know what? It 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 was probably so long ago, man. I don't even know if I was Figgy. I might have been Edward. <laughs> oh, damn! Like it, it been it was like early on too, man. So yeah, this 
It might have been before that, man. It was but, the Edward days, damn. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't think it was a figgy. It w- it definitely wasn't figgy fig. Yeah, but yeah, man, that was crazy though. I was almost at seven ninety, man. <laughs> I probably would have been trying to get back over here. <laughs> yep, yep. That was that was your titty boy era before you became two chains. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Miguel also said, "I don't give a fuck about Watson. I want to beat the Titans." Yeah, I think we all feel that way. Um, uh, Mad Wine Kimmins said, "The U.S. rappers letting U.K. rappers beat them." In my opinion. I disagree. I mean, look, outside of Skepta, I don't think I've heard one UK rapper I like. Honestly, man, like they all got this little drill thing going on, and I, I, I like, I've grown accustomed to it. But the fucking accent, I can't get past it, dog. I can't get past the British accent. It's very hard to listen to rap seriously with people sounding like they came out of fucking fourteen ninety two. <laughs> it's very difficult to take rap seriously when people sound like that, man. I'm yeah. sorry. The British accent is just too funny to me. And I just, it's just hilarious. You, you mean to tell me you ain't like the way Drake was rapping in that freestyle? I, I, dog, I cut that off when he said combination. Combination. Yeah, Drake Jake is trying to jump on that wave. He's been on that wave for a yeah, while, honestly. He, he had been, yeah. But yeah. it's just it's it's getting embarrassing for me, man. Like the, the international Drake shit is Combination. just uh, the the fuck yeah the Jamaican accents, the <laughs> British accents, all this shit is just the uh, yeah I can't take it. Um, he said Jim Mud. No, nah, it was it wasn't Jim Mud. It wasn't yeah. Jim Mud. Jim Mud wouldn't snitch on nobody, man. Yeah, Jim Mudd, and, he's a good dude. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, and he, and look, man, I wasn't on shows heavy. Like people ain't know who I was like this, like yeah. like I am now. So um, I ain't even know who Jim Mud was. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure he ain't know who I was. Yeah. So um, I yeah. think he was he was referring to uh, the person who snitched on the guy who was double. Oh, okay, okay. Nah. Yeah, I'm saying I wasn't Jim Mud who snitched. No, nah, it wasn't him. <laughs> Um, Miguel said, thoughts on Drake interview with Bobby? We'll get to that in a minute. Um, because there's a lot of Drake news that happened, um, as well as this verse he has on the new Travis Scott. And with that said, we will jump into that right now. Yeah. Okay, that is our 40 minutes of sports talk. We covered y'all. We got to move on, y'all, and talk about music and culture and whatnot. And we will start off with the biggest release probably of the year so far, I would say, the long-awaited, awaited, probably much delayed new album from Travis Scott called Utopia. Uh, finally, he released it. I want to say it's about 19 tracks long, a lot of features. It features uh, and samples people like George Clinton, has features from Drake, Playboy Cardi, Sheck West, Yonsei, Bon Iver, 21 Savage, Sway Lee, The Weeknd, Young Lean, which was funny, Young Thug, Westside Gun and James Blake, Kid Cuddy, Bad Bunny and The Weeknd, Future and SZA, and 21 Savage Again and James Blake on the last song. So a lot of music here to take in. Of course, this all is in the wake of the tragedy that happened last year. Um, and so the, the release of this album has been kind of weird. Um, he hasn't, he, he tried to perform in Egypt and uh, like by the pyramids, yeah. and that got shut down. 
apparently they were not happy about that. They didn't want that type of music to be in Egypt around the pyramids, apparently. Um, but the Travis Scott team said it was production issues, but uh, I don't know if that's all the way true. I think they just didn't want his ass out there. But um, he also released a movie, apparently. Um, I'm not going to watch that bullshit. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me with uh, all these movies coming out this year, I ain't seen Mission Impossible yet. I ain't seen Oppenheimer yet. I ain't going to see no fucking Travis Scott movie. Is, he, is it in theaters? How did it even release? I think, I, it's a, it. I think it's only in AMC theaters, I think. Okay. Yeah. Remember when Kanye released a movie? <laughs> I did not go see did, that. Did anybody see that? Wasn't it like some hard to even get tickets to it? And then it was just like nothing but music and weird scenes uh, and shit. Yeah. It was weird. I don't know what this movie is about, but apparently he released a movie and he also released the album finally. Um, so again to that, man, the, the re reception has been mixed to say the least. Um, I will say from what I've seen on my timeline, been mostly bad. A lot of people are like, what the fuck is this? The super fans seem to think it is good to great. Others think that it is uh, like, what the fuck is going on? So with that said, Figgy, I want to get your thoughts on it, man. What do you think about Travis Scott's comeback album, Utopia? Uh, all right. So um, I go through some of the songs I like and some of the songs I dislike. But I honestly, man, I don't know. Maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. But honestly, I think this album is what people think Yeezus was. <laughs> for real, like for real. I think I think Travis Scott perfected the Yeezus album because I I didn't I still to this day I don't really care for Yeezus album. I felt like it was half ass. It was a little sloppy. And people was just like, wow, this is art. I just, I I think, to me, this sounds very similar to, to Yeezus, but it sounded better. It just sounded way better. It seemed like he took his time on it. Just the whole vibe sounded like a Yeezus album. And, of course, it's a different album for him. He, I, I felt like he was um, experimenting on here. And I hate the. I feel like that's a crutch word. Whenever somebody don't like the album and it's different, people say, "Oh, I, I was experimenting on this." But I think he put the reason I think this is his Yeezus album is it sounds similar, and I feel like he put way more time into this than Kanye did. I don't think he just slopped this together. Um, well, it's not to me listening to this old how. This whole album is not a lot of club records on here, in my opinion. Maybe that could change, but it's definitely no sicko mode. I, and, I, and this is the other thing, too, man. I really like the World album a lot, so I think it was going to be hard to top that album regardless. But uh, I just don't think it's even close to being what World was. Uh but I do, I do think, and I don't know. We never talked about this before. We always talk about the club type songs and the trap type songs and all this other stuff. I do feel like a lot of these songs on here are festival type songs because for some reason we see how Travis Scott performs, 
where it's kind of like a movie a little bit. The he put a lot into the production, and these songs I could see him performing at a live festival. So maybe it would make sense if I he- heard it in that in that sense, but it just wasn't really hitting with me like that, man. It was some songs I could get down with, but to me, I just I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it, man. I feel like this was a a, a below average album to me. I was very underwhelmed. And um, like I said earlier, I know Astral World is a high bar, but I just don't think it's close. And um, so some of the songs that I did, so the songs I did like was the uh, the uh, is the Hyena, the first song. Yeah, I felt like that was a solid start to the album. It wasn't my favorite song, but I felt like it was a solid start to the album. And then I I, I want to say I went to track two, three, four, five, six was just at a snooze fest, man. I was just like, oh my God, this is, this do not sound good so far. And then I got the Meltdown featuring Drake. And that's that's the song that woke me up. That song, I was just like, okay, okay, I hear something here. And um, I actually like Drake verse on this song, man. To me, I don't know. <laughs> remember, remember back when we heard the uh, Pusha T song, the recent one? When he was mm-hmm. taking shots at, uh, when he was on the runway, I feel like. Do you? You heard the song. Do you feel like Drake was kind of rapping in the Pusha T scary story voice? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was intentionally know. trying to mock or. Yeah, but yeah, I just I got, got that feeling a little. I got bit. A, I got a feeling from that before I even heard the shot. So I'm like, damn, he kind of, he kind of doing the Pusha T right now, <laughs> just. Sounding in that scary voice. <laughs> so I, I got a kick out of that. Um, I like the song Fiend. Um, that was the song with Playboy Cardi and Sheck West. Mm-hmm. Um, I like track 10, I Know. Um, that was a cool song. I like Lost Forever. And then I like the last song, to, uh, to Till Further Notice. But outside of that, man, everything was rough, man. Um... My uh, num- number three, I think it was Modern Jam. That was a rough song. I think the worst song going here to me is the song with Beyonce, that Del, uh, Del Resto. That song was rough. I didn't know what was going on. Um, I-, I don't understand what he's trying to do. To me, it sounded like a Renaissance throwaway. Um, that song was bad, man. I, I actually had to skip that song. <laughs> um. I didn't really care for my eyes, guys, country, sirens. Um, and we didn't get a chance to talk about this last week because um, I was out sick, so we ain't pot. But I did not like that K-pop song, man. The song with Bad Bunny in the weekend. Mm-hmm. I thought that... I, I didn't even realize the album was coming out the following week. So I seen that song, I listened to it, and I was just like, yeah, I ain't really think nothing of it. I thought it was a throwaway song. Until somebody told me that was his single. I'm like, oh, that's the single to his album? That's the song he led with? So at that point, I was like, uh, I'm a little, little worried, man. I'm a little worried. So I didn't know what to expect. But, uh, yeah, it's, to me, it was a very underwhelming album. It was below, To me, it was below average. And uh, outside of the songs I named, 
And even some of the songs I named was a stretch. And I don't think I'll go back to all of those songs. But I think it's a I think it's a red flag that the song with Drake is the best song on there. That's that's the best to me. That front to back, that's the best song on there to me. And I think that's a that's a problem. Yeah, I think we we kind of had the same type of vibe about this album, man. Like when I listened to this, look, I woke up early, I went to the gym, and I put this album on thinking it was gonna be it was gonna get me through the workout. And I cut it off about like four songs in because I was fucking falling asleep. It was fucking up my vibe, man. I was like, where are the hype songs, dog? The first song, Hyena, like you said, it was good. I got me into it. I'm like, okay. I don't know how I feel about Travis Scott trying to borrow stuff on his album, by the way. It seemed like he was trying to be more of a rapper rapper than he was like his usual melodic sound that's more about the vibes and shit. I felt like he was really trying to flex his rap muscle but I'll be honest, man, I don't want to hear that from Travis Scott. I just don't think he is capable of barring us up like that. I don't yeah. think he has the lyrics or the delivery to impress us lyrically, man. And his music has never really been about that. Yeah. You know, it's been more about the vibe, the production, the samples he uses, things like that. I don't care about rapping ass Travis Scott, man. It didn't do nothing for me personally. I don't care about him fucking throwing shots at Timothy Chalamet about the Willy Wonka shit. That shit went out. I didn't even catch that till I saw TMZ tweeted it. Because I didn't even, I forgot that dude was playing Willy Wonka. I just thought it was some stupid ass bar he put in there. It was like, oh, Travis Scott dissed Timothy Chalamet, uh, uh, who's dating Kim, uh, Kylie Jenner now with, the, with Willy Wonka. Like, what the fuck? Uh, you dissing the actor? who <laughs> don't even rap over an alleged relationship. This shit was silly, man. So, like, the rapping part just did do nothing for me. The production, I agree. It felt very Kanye-influenced to me, man. I guess that is kind of because Kanye's music is very Travis Scott-influenced as well. But to me, this kind of felt like some throwaways from Donda or some shit, yeah. man. Let, let me ask you this real quick. I'll let you keep going. Do... So when you listened to this album, did you see anybody on the track list or was you just no, going in? No, nobody's on. And actually, I, that's a good point because I like that. Me too. Because I, I like I, that because I was it there, was a surprise. Yeah, because I was sitting there, oh, is this per, Is this him? Is this her? It was a lot of times where I thought it was Kanye, man. I mm -hmm. thought Kanye was actually on these songs. He was really sounding yeah. like Kanye. I don't know which one is which. Maybe Kanye sound like him. I don't know, but it was a lot of times where I, I thought he had Kanye on the album. With the way the production was and, like, the tempo of it, it sounded like some extra tracks from Donda or some shit to me, man. And I was very... That that got to me as well. And that also brings up another thought I had when listening to this album. You mentioned that this was maybe made to sound good in a festival. And that could be true, but to me... Like, there was a significant lack of, like, hype songs, man, to me. There's not a lot of, and maybe that's a conscious effort to tone down his live shows after what happened. He doesn't want to incite any more, anything that happened, like what happened right. in the Afterworld yeah. last year. So maybe he's going for a more laid back, slower tempo type sound to avoid that from ever happening again. You know, because that's what my thought, because there's no sicko mode on this album, man. 
There's yeah. nothing close to Sicko Mo in this yeah. album. Even the Drake and yeah. uh, the, the Drake feature is nothing like Sicko Mo, man. Yeah, the only thing that has in common is that it's a beat switch. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the only thing they got in common. That's the yeah. and that's probably the closest thing, and that's not close at all. Yeah. So th there's really nothing to get the Ragers hype for with this album. Maybe it'll sound better live. But it really felt like a more kind of laid back, slower tempo album to me. Um, I like to, to be honest, the only songs that were really stuck out to me that I liked were the first and last ones. Mm. The Drake song was okay, but it, it wasn't sicko mode, man. It wasn't sicko mode. I, I felt like the uh, Drake had better features with 21 last year than he did with Travis Scott. And I feel like when you when your last feature with the, him is sicko mode, I, you can't top that or match it. But yeah. I feel like they should have came harder than what they did, man. Maybe yeah. that's just a too bar too high of a bar to reach. Fair enough, I think so. But they, I feel like they could have tried a little harder, man. Once yeah. again, TMZ Drake getting in a headlines for dissing people. And okay, we'll talk about this now. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about the Drake diss towards um, Pharrell and Pusha T. So let's read these lyrics from Drake's diss, from Drake's verse on this song. And this is also the song where uh, Travis Scott diss Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, however you say his fucking last name. Um, now, they're, they're, the thing that annoys me about Drake is that he mentions some things that we don't know, so I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> For example, he says... You talk to the cops on some therapist shit. You act like you love this American shit. But really, the truth is you scare the six. Yeah, you scared of the six and you scare the six. Your bodyguard put in some work on a fluke. Now you want to go and inherit that shit. Now, yeah. the word is he's talking about Kanye here. And apparently Kanye told the cops on something that happened between them. But I don't know what your bodyguard put in work on a fluke means. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know what that mean either. But the first part, uh, you talked to the cops, so it's a therapist shit. I was thinking like, okay, like that could be about anybody. I don't, I'm not sure. That's mm -hmm. maybe an inside thing. But when he said you act like you love this American shit, I thought about Childish Gambino. So I, I, I thought that's the first thing I thought about. With uh, good you, point, you uh, you act like you love this American shit. Because what song did he make that... This is America. That's yeah. a good point. I see that. I'm looking yeah. at these lyrics breakdown shit as well. Yeah. Fucking rap genius. was usually wrong, so I don't know why I'm looking at it. Yeah. But uh, they mentioned that as well. It could be a shot towards uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Yeah. But uh, he said, but truth. Uh, but the truth is you scared of the six. Maybe you scared of... I, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know the backstory. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't even know they were had a problem with each other until recently. Mm -hmm. But that's the first thing I thought about. So it's 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 like all over the place, man. Because I ain't I ain't really think about Pusha T and, and Pharrell when I was reading this until I actually um, I guess I started seeing people break it down. Yeah. So it's it's super confusing, man. I wish they I wish man, I wish Drake could be just straight up forward. I wish you yeah, could say he's very, fuck. That's, that's always been something to just know. Say the past aggressive dissing. Just say the fuck reference. you, Pusha T. <laughs> yeah. Put, uh, we don't, we don't. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. 
I, like we we don't know. I don't know what your bodyguard putting work on a fluke means. Like I don't I don't know what that means, man. I don't know what that's referring to. Um, if somebody in the know knows, maybe Joe Budden will have a better breakdown because he's tapped in with this bullshit. But I just don't know what that means, man. Um, now to the Pharrell part of the diss. Um, he says, my schedule is out. Come spin us for real. Man, fuck all that spinning the narrative shit. I melt down the chains I bought from your boss. Give a fuck about all that heritage shit. Since V not around, the members done hung up the Louis. They not even wearing that shit. Don't come to the boy about repairing some shit. Don't come to the boy about sparing some shit. You lucky bug was suing because I would have been when the Wassas in Paris and shit. Now, apparently this is a, uh, referring to the fact that, and this is, this is a funny thing about Drake. Like, he'll be a super fan one minute and then hate a nigga the next. Yeah. Now, we yeah. all remember, I want to say it was last year when Drake went to an auction and bought like a bunch of shit from uh, Pharrell. He bought the gold PSP that he had, and I was fucking jealous because you know that nigga not going to play that shit. I like the PSP. Yeah. I want another one, man. My old <laughs> shit broke. I want the PSP back. He ain't going to play that, but whatever. He bought a bunch of chains like the NERD chains and the skateboard P ice cream, whatever the fuck chains he had on with that uh, in that Mr. Me Too video. Yeah. And uh, now he's acting like he just melted all that shit down. Now, keep in mind, he did a photo shoot with all this stuff on, by the way. Yeah. So I'm guessing, and he's making it pretty clear, he's upset that Pharrell, who is now the new creative director for Louis Vuitton, I believe, had a fashion show in Paris, and he played the Pusha T song that has some references to, and I don't even know if he really dissed Drake on that. Maybe I didn't listen to the lyrics hard enough. But he played a Pusha T song during the runway show. That's still a, a clip song, actually. A clip song. Yeah, it was a clip and song. And Pharrell, Pharrell was on it. Yeah. He was actually Clips on and the Pharrell, song. they were on. And look, they, they go way back. They came up together pretty yeah. much. And um, I guess he's upset because that Pusha T verse was played. And it made some references. And I guess for Drake feels like that was... The same way when Pusha T came out with that diss, Drake got mad at Kanye. Yeah. Because he figured like Kanye was involved. I yeah. see it repeating here with him saying, okay, Pusha T was song was played or clips and Pusha T had that verse, which means that Pharrell must have known, which means he must give the okay for that, which means he dissed Drake too. But, but see, this is the part that's confusing me. Um now, this is the recent song with Clips, right? Yeah. Which is it, still officially unreleased as well. It never yeah. really came out. Yeah, but did he diss Drake in this song? I thought he was just dissing Jim Jones in this. Yeah, it was a very a pretty vague Jim Jones diss, I thought. Like a couple bars and that was it. Yeah, but it, it was directed to Jim Jones, though, because he did make some references that happened to Jim Jones that a lot of people didn't know. He men mentioned yeah. like a mortgage, could pay your mortgage or something like that. And it was known that Jim Jones had lost one of his houses or uh, had to foreclose one of his houses or something like that. And um, he mentioned like old rappers. Jim Jones is an old rapper. He, he, I, I felt like it was clear that it was about Jim Jones. Yeah. But... um. 
Yeah, that's 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 what's throwing me up. Like maybe I missed a a Drake shot in it or something. Well, he he said something like you're you're begging for a feature you're not gonna get. Okay, I got or you. something like that. But then again, that that's still not like a that's Drake not, diss. That's yeah. just yeah. That was so, I didn't even take it like that. That was more of a Jim Jones diss. Yeah. So Drake acting like he's gonna run up on um on Pharrell at, in Paris, but he didn't because. Vogue has a lawsuit. Remember, he's getting sued yeah. for that fake photo shoot he did for her loss. Yeah. Which he acts like he was on a cover of Vogue and then he got sued for that. I don't see how that stopped him from being at the event, but whatever. Um, I think we've said this already. I'm kind of, I'm sick of this beef now, man. Jay-Z and Nas didn't beef for this long and their beef was way more personal. Yeah, they okay. were a little more direct. <laughs> they did not beef for five years straight, man. I feel like after a while, they let this shit go and they went their own ways. And they eventually came back together. So, the Drake and Pusha T beef, I, I, I there's, look, I, I'm sick of it, man. I, I'm kind of like, it does nothing for me at this point. Unless they're really going to go at it. Unless Drake is really going to make a diss track towards Pusha T. At this point, it's really too late. Because it's been too long. But unless he's really just going to go full out, I don't really care about it, man. I don't care about the subs. I don't care about this and Pharrell. And I had no problem with this and Pharrell. I think Pharrell should have got this for a lot of shit. That new black shit he was on. The fucking acting like he's a skateboarder when he wasn't. All that goofy (laughs) shit. I ain't mad at Pharrell getting dissed. But dissing him for this reason is kind of silly. Especially when you was on his nuts buying his fucking shit just last year. And now you acting like you the op. Yeah, I'm getting sick of it, man. It's it's getting kind of silly and childish to me, personally. Yeah, and I'm sick of sick of it from both sides, man. I'm t- I, I want to hear Pusha T throwing shots. Yeah, I'm I'm just done with it, man. I'm I'm sick of it. I say that was the first headline I seen when I opened up social media. I'm just like, oh my god, like I'm just uh, like I'm tired of that shit, man. And to me, yeah. that proved to me that just shows you that. That like people trying to minimize the push a T this back in the day. Back this was 2018, by the way, too. This was a long, it felt like a long time ago. But people trying to minimize that disc like it wasn't nothing and push a T, he he didn't really say nothing. To me, this proves that it was something. It was a big deal. Because he still got issues with this. And you know, 2018, that's Almost five, that's like five years ago, man. Mm-hmm. We should have been moved on from that. And yet we still throwing shots and throwing shots on somebody else's song. It's just like, man, just like drop your song or, you know, just focus on you, man. You ain't take a big hit. You still good. Just, just leave it alone, man. Yeah. And it kind of goes to my thought that Drake is just run out of things to talk about. So, like, he has no enemies in this game, really, aside from Pusha T, that he really, like, he's cool with everybody for the most part, except for these journalists. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But in terms of, like, rappers, like, nobody really wants to go at Drake. They know his career is suicide to go at Drake. So nobody's really gunning for his throne at all. And it's just, you know, he, he just, to get the pewter Putin, as Cameron would say, Drake just throws these shots at uh, whoever's affiliated 
with Pusha T now because he takes that personal. He's like MJ, and I took that personal. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, so that that being said, I, I'm lukewarm on this album as well. We see y'all in the comments. Y'all have some takes. Junk said that Mission Impossible is fire. I want to see Mission Impossible, man. I want to see it. It's kind of fucked up. All these movies came out at the same time because I think they they, they stepped on each other, man. They do. I was. It, it was crazy. Is the Barbie movie and the Oppenheimer movie just became like Fifty versus Kanye? Yeah. <laughs> and where people was like, "Oh yeah, Barbie Barbie blew that movie out the water." See, yeah. And I was just like, "Damn, the movie Oppenheimer still did really good." <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I must say, show like Fifty Million first week or something like that. it was something crazy for for a, for a basically a documentary or a biopic about yes. a scientist yes it, i think it did it, pretty well man yes and look man like i never doubted the barbie movie wasn't gonna do numbers man is mm-hmm. is barbie i don't think people seeing anything like this it was a live barbie movie so i knew what it was gonna be but man i would have i mean i don't think movies can do this but I would have tried to push it back a little bit, man, because that Barbie movie just made that Oppenheimer movie look like a, uh, just like a, a a bus, like it wasn't, like it didn't do numbers. And the crazy thing, man, they were made by the same studio, which and there's some some conspiracy theories because Christopher Nolan directed Oppenheimer, yeah, and Christopher Nolan has like public beef with WB because he made Tenet. Last uh, a few years ago in 2020, yeah. it was supposed to release. It got pushed back because of COVID, and WB wanted to release it digitally. And mm. Christopher Nolan was like, "No, fuck that. This is made for theaters. I want people to put it in theaters." So he basically forced them to put it in theaters, even though half the theaters in the country were closed. And it took a loss, and they had beef about that. And I think he wants to get out of his contract, but he may, he probably can't. So there's a whole lot going on with him and WB. And I think he probably feels like they tried to screw him by putting Barbie out the same. He would have had the number one movie in the in a in the world yeah. if Barbie didn't come out the same day. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he he's got a bone to pick with them. I feel like they might have tried to screw him a little bit because they got beef with him. I don't know, but that that I mean it it worked yeah. because it, it was a whole thing with them two movies being at the same time. Yeah. Um, Troy on Facebook, we see you as well, man. He said the Kanye Runaway album slash music video was great, but that's not what you mean. No, I mean the Jesus. The, I was talking about the Jesus is King movie that came out when he dropped that album, and yeah, I think only like fifty people saw it because it was very limited tickets, and I heard it was ass. <laughs> so, yeah, um, drunk says I'm just tired or tired of these superstar rappers letting production carry them. And I have thoughts about that, but I want to read the rest of the comments first. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt Wine Kimmins says the report finally about Astroworld came out stating his people prevented authorities from shutting down the show. To be fair, that's what uh, the lawyer representing some of the victims said, not the report. I don't think. Um, the report, uh, it's funny that that report came out the same day the album came out. Yeah, it's a reason I why that was pretty that interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, think that was a. Uh, yeah, I don't think that just so happened to come out the same, the same day as this album. Yeah. Um, now I'm looking at the Chronicle. I'm trying to see what it says. Friday's report includes the detective notes from an interview with Scott two days after the disaster, during which the Houston rapper recounted what he remembers from the stage. 
He described being unaware of any abnormal crowd activity during the show, and he only learned about the deaths after he wrapped up the performance. At one point, he said the mood was super chill, um, and the attorney said basically that the report shows what we already know, that the organizers and promoters of the concert failed to properly plan valuing profitability over the obvious safety concerns that proved fatal. So, yeah, I mean, it was an organizational issue. I think we all understand that. But if people were upset about Travis Scott not facing charges, I really don't think he knew about this shit, man. Like, uh, we have testimony from people who were at the show. They didn't know about it. Like, a lot of people did not know what was going on at that show um, until after the fact. Yeah, I think, and and two, and I don't... This it would be hard for this to hold up in court to prove yeah. that he knew what was going on while he was performing on stage and pretty much told them not to help the person who was dying. That would be hard to put on Travis Scott. Now you could probably put it on his team. You could put it on um, I don't know who was the venue, Live Nations or whoever it was. You could put it on a lot of other people, but the guy that was actually on stage performing. Unless you have actual audio of him saying not to help nobody <laughs> if they're dying in the crowd, it's, it, it would be hard to put the charges on him. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you can really blame. Like, to be, and we talked about this on the whole aftermath of the uh, incident, you can blame him for fostering the environment of people who got that rowdy because early in his career, he definitely like encouraged that shit. But that was when he was smaller. And when he blew up, he wasn't on that type of energy anymore. But, you know, fans remember the old Travis Scott. They gonna emulate that. And he does have some responsibility as far as that. But but as far as what happened that night, it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to put the blame on him. Yeah. You could you could blame him for creating that environment overall, yeah. just in the years. But to you know the people that died there, you can, it's hard to put that on him saying, "Hey, he he should have stopped the show when yeah, he didn't know what's going on." Yeah, man. or he was responsible. It's hard to prove that he was responsible for someone actually dying like that. You can yeah. say all the the stuff that he you know created that energy and all that stuff, but it's hard to prove that he was responsible for someone's death while he was on the stage performing. Exactly. Um, uh, Matt Wine Chemist also said, what do y'all think about what ASAP Rocky said about Travis? Um, So yeah, that happened as well. Um, Yeah, real quick. ASAP Rocky. Wait, real quick. Go to what she uh, said before, because you said you, you had something to say about uh, um, what was it? No, what oh. drunk said. I'm okay. uh, I'm tired. Of superstar rappers letting production carry them. Um, I'll get to that because I have some thoughts about just hip hop period right now, man, and like the energy that people are putting out and just the way it's going. But I, I, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, Matt Wine Kenneth said, "What do y'all think about ASAP Rock? What ASAP Rocky said about Travis? ASAP Rocky did a show at Rolling Loud, and he apparently threw some shots." At what is suspected to be Travis Scott, um, he had the lines on some new song that is not even released yet, I don't think. He said, first you stole my flow, so I stole your bitch. Then you stole my style. 
I need at least like 10%. All due disrespect, I hope you take offense. Now, the bitch in question, apparently Rihanna, who was connected to a uh, Scott uh, before she officially started dating ASAP Rocky, I guess. I'm surprised all the feminists of the world didn't get upset that he called Rihanna a bitch, but <laughs> I digress. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, look, you, you could argue that Travis Scott borrowed a lot of things. I, I never connected that he stole ASAP Rocky style. Yeah. I, um, You're more of an ASAP Rocky fan than me. Do you think he took some things from him? I think they were very similar. I think they were very similar. I think, um, and, and um, what's his name? Funkmaster Flex. I think he actually brought that up too. But this was once ASAP was, uh, not ASAP, but Travis Scott was big. So it looked like he was hating. But I do think it was a little bit of similarities. But I don't think they were the same at all, man. I don't think it was the same. I, to me, I find, I find that comment kind of ironic because... Who we talked about this on the podcast. I think specifically you talked about it on the podcast. Who did ASAP Rocky steal from? Like, where yep. did he get his style from? Yeah. Houston, right? Yeah. And where's Travis Scott from? Yeah. Houston. So <laughs> a, a New Yorker, I see somebody tweet this, by the way. It's funny how a New Yorker is saying how a Houston person, uh, a New Yorker who have a Houston flow. Pretty much talking about a Houston guy took his his style and flow. I I think that's hilarious. That but, that's kind of like if somebody in Atlanta started rapping over like boom bap style New York type beats with uh, soul samples, and then somebody in New York did it, and then the Atlanta nigga saying you stole my style. Like, yes. Where do you think the style really came from, man? Yes. Like, that, that's a little <laughs> or, silly. Or a Cleveland dude rapping like an Atlanta dude. Yeah. And that Atlanta dude, <laughs> yeah. you know, started rapping like what the Cleveland dude is rapping about. And he said, oh, he stole my style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So I, I thought that was hilarious, but I, it's some similarities for sure. But I don't think their music is the same, man. I think... To be honest, man, I thought ASAP Rocky was that dude, and I still I still like ASAP Rocky, mm-hmm. but I felt like ASAP Rocky should have been where Travis Scott is. I thought yeah. he's gonna be big. I thought he's gonna be biggest Travis Scott, and for some reason the music didn't hit, man. I I still like some of the music. I look, man. I still think his, I still rock with his music, but for some reason it don't hit with everybody, man. I'm 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 a little biased, but yeah. his music don't hit with everybody, man. That's the truth. Otherwise, he would still be heavy into music and not making babies with Rihanna and doing fashion and stuff. He also took a long break. I mean, he hasn't put an album out since that testing shit, which I yeah. didn't like. I think you and Jules yeah. were were more enthusiastic it. about it than me. I did not like yeah. that fucking album. It was, but he hasn't put out an man. album since then, man. Or anything. He hadn't put out a mixtape, really yeah. any songs. Yeah. He took a long break. And I mean, that kind of killed whatever momentum he had early on. So yeah, it's kind of partially his own doing. Yeah. So back to the album, man. Oh yeah. Drunk says I was shot. I was four shots in and Travis album sober, sobered me up. Super <laughs> mid album. 
Um, yeah, man, it's like I, I don't want to give it a final rating after one day. Maybe I'll look back or go back in a few weeks and act like it wasn't. I mean, maybe it'll hit different once I know what to expect. But as far as what the buildup was, how long he's been promoting this album, I think we all expected more. Yeah. And it's just, it, it did not deliver for a lot of people, me included, both of us included. And it's just, it's, it, it didn't do it for me, man. It didn't, it's, it's not a, it's not even a, even in this week, year of hip hop so far, I wouldn't put it in my top it's, five albums of the year. Yeah, it's not top five for me. I might yeah. have to, I, honestly, it might barely make the top five just by default. Yeah, yeah. What five albums do you listen to? I know. <laughs> that might be, That's that what might what come down to it. Yeah, this what might hip hop albums you listen to yeah, this year. Yeah, but <laughs> no, I, I agree, man. I just think, I, to me, I could tell he was experimenting because none of his albums sound like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just gave me too many Yeezus vibes. It was a good, like, this was a good Yeezus to me. Because the Kanye, I remember listening to that album, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? That I said that out loud. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, this shit don't even sound mixed or anything. This shit sounds super loud and distorted. I will say Travis Scott stuff don't sound super loud and distorted and unmixed. It do sound good from a um, production side. But it's just not it, man. I... Maybe go see going from Astral World to this. Maybe that was the problem, but to me, it don't. To me, this is not it, man. Yeah, I agree. Um, Miguel says he at, Miguel actually pointed out something interesting here. You said how many sixes did Drake say? I didn't pick up on this. He put three sixes. He said, but really, the truth is, you scared of the six. Yeah, you scared of the six. Yeah, you scared of the six. Now, could that be a shot at? Kanye's religion and being scared of the devil because 666, Mark of the Beast and whatnot. Is that a Kanye shot? Mm. Mm. Interesting. It could be. It, it, it sounds like it is, but I'm, as always, I'm confused over who Drake is dissing and what for. Okay. Yeah, um, no, I, I, see, I We, I see we that. thought that was a, a, a Childish Gambino thing. But then with the three sixes, maybe that was a con. I don't know, man. Yeah. Could the American thing be a shot at him running for president? Yeah. I see that's the thing. That's the thing when you don't mention names. We have to fucking guess who you're talking about. Yeah. He could be talking about three different people in here, man. Yeah. Because like the um the therapist shit, you know, I guess that's documented. Um, Kanye talked to the police. I don't know. But um you act like you love this American shit. That could be towards Kanye wearing the Make America Great Again hat. Or that could be towards Childish Gabino, this is America. Mm-hmm. So it ain't no telling. But whoever he talking about, no, they probably talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only person yeah. you probably know that, uh, who we talking about. And But th- th- that's just annoying. That's like when people, when you around two people... And they talking about some shit that you don't know about, but they talking about it so intently and it sounds interesting, but they don't want to say who it's about. But like, you yeah. know, 
You yeah. know, so and so did this. I ain't gonna like, say too I much. I know you did. Like, I, don't you hate that when people yeah. are having a conversation? And you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's what Drake does on every verse. Yeah, he has a conversation between him and whoever he's talking about, and the ninety nine point nine nine percent of the public has no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so it, it's annoying, man, how he chooses to go about these little subliminal disses and whatnot. You can you can say it's clever, and but I just think it's annoying. Like say names or keep it to yourself, man. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, Miguel says, "Little dirt greater than ASAP Rocky." <laughs> hey, I gotta disagree with that. I can't stand Little Dirk, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any Little Dirk album I listen to all the way through, man. At least yeah. at least ASAP Rocky's first mixtape was great. Yeah, I put that much. That long live ASAP. Was great, man. It's a classic. Yeah. Um, but uh Lil Dirk might have more quotables though. <laughs> he might what I fell down to my knees when the law came. Remember that shit? <laughs> and that thing where he fucking fell down. <laughs> that shit was so why'd he fall down like that? He fell down in slow motion, man. That shit was so yeah. stupid. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, yeah. That, that's all we gotta say about Utopia. Very mid. Maybe it'll be something that grows with time and we'll visit it and be like, you know what? That album was actually not that bad. Which which everybody does with everything now, to be fair. There'll definitely be some utopia truthers out there that'll be like, y'all slept on this album. It was like, they did that with the Drake, honestly, never mind shit, man. Yes. Oh, y'all slept on it. It was actually fire. Nah, man, that shit's still ass. I'm gonna have to go back. The same. I'm gonna go back to it, and I can't. I, I bring it, that I, album I bring was it, horrible. Man. I'll bring it up next week to see how I feel about it. But yeah, yeah. and and that about that that's a good point because that brings me to the the thing about uh, producers being carried by beats in in the state of hip hop now. I've been thinking about this, man. Like I've really been thinking about the direction of hip hop and the way these artists are moving. I'm starting to feel like hip hop is like the Titanic and these big artists are the rich people who are getting on the lifeboats first. (laughs) I feel like they're trying to leave hip hop, man. Think about it. Last year we had the biggest artists in rap and R&B, arguably in history, release dance albums. (laughs) Yeah. Really think about that, man. And look what happened with Travis Scott. His lead single is like some Spanish <laughs> dance music with Bad Bunny called K-pop. Yeah. Then we had Lil Uzi Vert, who probably had the biggest album of the year at the time, six months into the year. And half of it is like hard rock, heavy metal shit. I think they're predicting the end of this sound of hip-hop, man. And everybody is desperately trying to get a new audience because I think, and it's reminded me of that uh, viral clip of Lil Baby on some new song where everybody is like, we got to start telling the truth about Lil Baby. <laughs> man, we should have been telling <laughs> the, the truth. Is up. We should have been telling the truth about Lil Baby three years ago, man. At least. But now, <laughs> some people, the funny thing is, some people think that was the peak of Lil Baby. Yeah, and I I didn't see it then, but now even little baby fans are starting to see this nigga just making the same song oh over, my and over God. and over again. He got the same. Fl- I've been man. I got it. I think I was having a discussion with um, 
uh, DJ Bienname from ESPN. And mm-hmm. he's he's probably the biggest little Baby fan I know. And I told him, I'm like, man, little Baby is mid right now, man. He is He's making the same stuff, and he just disagree. And I'm like, dog, he... His stuff, his whole cadence sound the same. He had the same type of flow. It's the same type of beats. And I feel like Kodak Black is better, man. I think I think Kodak Black would have been bigger if he wasn't in trouble. I think he just made different type of stuff. Now, I know we we looking at the tallest short person. So I'm mm-hmm. not trying to sit there and say he'd be up there with Drake, but... Mm-hmm. I, look, if you told me to listen to Kodak Black or Lil Baby, I'm taking Kodak Black all day, man. Oh, he, yeah. he at least got a few stuff that I'm like, okay, he was a, he was going off on this. I just don't hear it from Lil Baby no more, man. Yeah, man. I, I, to be honest, I never saw it. I never got it. People acted like he was this lyrical. People said he was going on a run that was like Lil Wayne's. <laughs> and I was like, y'all have to be on crack. <laughs> <laughs> Just because they put him in everything don't mean he's having a Lil Wayne run, okay? Yeah. He ain't got no song as viral as Lollipop. He ain't got no album that hit the streets as hard as Carter 3 did. Even though I didn't like that album that much, I can't deny the impact it had when it fucking dropped, man. Like, to even put them in the same sentence is a little bit of a stretch to me. But to imply that he's having a run similar to Lil Wayne's run is ridiculous. Uh, you you know what type of Lil Wayne run he ha- you know what type of run Lil Wayne had? He had the run where people just got to clear out and let him go to work. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody clearing out for Lil Baby. I don't think anybody's scared of a Lil Baby drop in the same he, month or even the same week. Exactly. Honestly. Yeah, Lil Wayne, when he get on the song, you know you just got stepped to the side. You know you about to get mm-hmm. washed. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody feeling like that with little baby. I don't even know no. who is. Let's be real, man. We had this hip hop discussion before. Who is anybody scared of? Like I don't think it's nobody outside of the obvious. I felt like these the people I'm about to name been the guy for like ten mm-hmm. years, man. Drake, I, I I can see how people might you know got to step to the side for Drake. People step to the side for um, Kendrick. People, yeah. people say what you want about them. People step to the side for J. Cole. J. Cole, yeah. Those are still the top dudes, man. And they've been they've been in the game for a long time. And I feel like nobody has challenged these dudes, which is which is crazy because every year, man, from from the beginning of time since hip hop was around, it was always somebody at top at the top, and then it was always somebody up and coming. And then they get hot, and they eventually take the t- take the top person down. Now, I mean, we seen it. even you know you got people like Jay Z that's that was in the game, man. He he had to fight a lot to stay towards the top, man. You he was going through people like DMX, Ja Rule, Fifty Cent. He was going through a lot of people, man. And people at some point tried to overtake him, or was close to it, or did. It seemed like who like it ain't nobody close to that to me, man. Like it, it, and it seemed like nobody really wanted. It seemed like everybody just out here, just trying to make a song and get money. Ain't nobody trying to be the top dog. And I don't even think, honestly, I don't even think Drake, Kendrick, or Cole want to be top dog no more, man. 
No, nah, nah, man. Like they're 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 halfway. They got one foot out the door, dog. Like yeah. I said, they're they're the rich folks that are getting on the lifeboats first. They're getting yeah. out of here, man. They, and they served their time, man. Mm-hmm. They served their time. Kendrick said, "Hey, I'm putting this album out, and I'm going back in the house." He ain't trying to be the top dog. He trying to do what Jay Z do, is put an album out whenever I want to, and then you know go back and hide or go back to doing some business stuff. Drake, maybe he's still trying to be active out here. He's still doing features and all that stuff. So I I get that. But uh J. Cole ain't trying to do that. He he going, he pretty much doing what Kendra Lamar doing. So ain't like these guys had their moment at the top at some point. It seemed like Lil Baby ain't trying to that's why I don't understand, man. Lil Baby ain't trying to take that throne. He's just out here just doing a whole bunch of features. Dropping a whole bunch of songs and just keeping it moved, trying to just doing it for the bag. Seems like everybody doing it for the bag and not really for the sport of it. Nah, and the truth is, man, nobody wants to create a wave. Everybody just wants to ride a wave now. You know, mm-hmm. that's why we have so many rappers that sound the same, that rap the same with the same cadence, talking about the same shit over the same sounding beats because everybody uses the same fucking five to ten producers for every song. Every song sounds like the last hit song that came out. Like, is everybody just wants to ride away? We desperately need something to shake up hip hop, man. Like, yeah. maybe this is an overreaction to just a bad year. Look, we're seven months in, and I don't, I, I'm not really impressed by anything that's dropped, man. Maybe we, we, it's just been a down year. Maybe next year will be better. But just from the trend I'm seeing with the biggest artists trying to go into other genres. Yeah, I feel like people think that this hip hop thing is, is kind of reached its its limit. Yeah, and they're trying to the biggest artists are trying to jump off the ship. We need something. We need a new sound in rap. We need yeah. something to shake up the industry and something to shake up the sound, man. Because everything sounds the same right now. Yeah, and I think a lot of pe- I think people looking at rap as like the foot in the door to what I really want to do. Yeah. Look at Cardi B, man. Cardi B, I don't think she's ever dropping another album. And to her point, why why would she? Like, she got everything she want now. And just like I said earlier, I don't think she's trying to be the top girl in the game. I don't think they care about that no more, man. I think they just, I think they good with just rapping, getting money, doing other stuff. I don't, yeah. because look at, look at Nicki Minaj. Nicki, this, and she came in the game back when it was competitive, but she came in the game trying to be the top, top dog. And she came in, you know, we know the history with her and Lil' Kim and all that stuff. It was always that competitive thing where I'm trying to overtake the top. I'm trying to be the top person. I don't know if Cardi B is trying to be the top person. I mean, she no. don't really get the vibes of I'm trying to be the top rap person. And, you know, truth be told, maybe, I mean, she don't have to, but it kind of show you where people's mindsets are, where they don't even care about that. They just doing it for the bag. Um, ain't nobody trying to be the the best rapper in the game. Everybody just trying to, as long as the check clear, that's all that matters. Yeah. So that's why you still have people like um, Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole, who is out, uh, I mean, who is still on top. And Drake is the one that mostly put out all the albums. 
<laughs> the other two ain't putting the albums out or releasing music like that. So it's 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 kind of sad, man. I like I like you know it's kind of like the NBA, man. Eventually, you see the older people like the LeBrons and the D Ways and stuff. Eventually, mm-hmm. get past their prime, and then you see some up and coming people coming. So it's like okay, like this other person about to take the throne. You don't really have that now in hip hop. No, nah, and, and people, even the younger generation is just trying to remake old songs. Like, if you thought that fucking, that new version of, uh, what was Hot it, the Nelly here. song that got remade, Hot in Here, <laughs> got fucking remade this week. Dog, I saw something even more blasphemous on my timeline today. The Dolce, you know, those two girls, they remade International Players Anthem. And oh. they fucking put themselves on the UGK cover. Oh, my God. I've officially had enough, man. Now, look, I know why they're doing it. They're trying to make little catchy TikTok songs and whatever. And they're trying to play to the algorithm of things people familiarize with. The same way movies do the shit where The remakes. Yeah, the remakes and the Barbie movie and the Gran Turismo movie and all this shit. Hey, you recognize this, right? Now it's a movie. Super Mario. But this algorithm fucking bullshit music has got to stop, man. Like, I'm sick of it. The new generation got to do something. I don't know they're getting pushed by the label to make this shit, but they've got to be more creative. We need somebody that's creative in the game right now, man. I'm tired of this fucking YouTube algorithm music. I can't take it no more, man. And YouTube, that's not a diss to you. Please pump up our algorithm as well, if you can, because we need more (laughs) views on our YouTube page. But uh, in the sidebar, Doug, you notice YouTube has the best algorithm out of everybody. (laughs) <laughs> because I see a lot of shit on my page that is fucking I would never see anywhere else. <laughs> I see shit that has like only a couple of views on my page on YouTube. Damn. I think that's how people find our podcast as well. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once it learns what you're into, you get a whole lot of different content. You don't just get a lot all the things that got a million views. You get things that got like 200 views Yeah, that are interesting. That's stuff so, that you're into. Yeah, shout out to YouTube. I fuck with y'all, but I'm tired of this fucking music, man. I'm tired of this remake everything from the young generation. I'm tired of every rapper got in the same cadence, rapping about the same shit. We need something. We desperately in hip hop need something to shake it up, man. Yeah. Someone needs to shake it up. And I think the issue I had with people, the way they remaking the the uh the BS stuff, like the um um like the hot in here and all this other stuff. This, to me, this, and this is my point of how they really don't love the game. They don't, they're not doing it because they love it. Like, you can't even dig in a crate. Like, dog, like hot in here is still being played on the radio, man. Mm-hmm. It's still in rotation to this day. Oh, you don't have any, you don't have the patience to dig in a crate. and maybe, Or even do anything with the creative with the sample. Yes. Yes, the same hook. Like, dog, like, you ain't got nothing better than that. At least look on that album and see some type of cut that really wasn't the most popping song on that on the album and maybe make that into something. But it seemed like people just looking. I don't even know if they just looking at the, the album. They just looking at the, what was hot on the charts yeah. back in 2002. And let's just remake this. It's, it's silly, man. It's it's, it's actually sad. And this is one of the reasons why we haven't reviewed music this long. 
Yeah. That's that's why we totally took it out. Yeah, it's been a tough, it's been tough this year, man. And like I said, I don't know if this is just a a, a down year or a harbinger of things to come, man. Maybe things just get worse from here. Maybe yeah. hip hop is really cooked right now, unless we get somebody to really shake it up with a new sound. Um, I'm starting to fear for the worst, man. Like I said, seven months into this, and nothing in the genre that's new has really moved me, honestly. Yeah. Now, you always have the underground artists. You always got the Alchemist albums. You always got all that shit. Speaking of which, how do you feel about the West Side Gun verse on that Travis Scott album? Um, I actually liked it, man. I was actually... I was super surprised when I heard it. Yeah. But I was actually okay with it. I was I was good with it, man. I'm like, okay, he got West Side Gun. I, I will say this. I know we just crapped all over the album. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy listening to the album Blind. And then somebody come on like, oh, is that so-and-so? Yeah. Oh, is, is it this person? Oh, is that Playboy Court? You know, I did enjoy that a lot. But um, yeah, I was cool with his verse. I was I was fine with that. I was actually shocked he was even on it. Me because too. Because I ain't seen them two being connected at all. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I was I was good with it. Yeah, it was very interesting hearing him on not some old sampled Wu Tang sounding yeah. shit <laughs> him on with se- no drums on it. Yeah, him on the Secession yeah. beat. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel says, good night, fellas. My wife bugging me to watch a show up there. Don't you hate that shit, man? What show is it, man? What is it? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you got to let us know what show it is so we can laugh know, at don't, you. Yeah, don't leave, it, don't leave us hanging, man. <laughs> Keeping up with the Kardashians, man? What is it? Let us know. <laughs> the let Barbie, us know in the comments. Barbie movie. Bar- nah, he said a TV show. <laughs> oh, so okay. it's got to be something, uh, something girly, I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> let us know what she's making you watch, man. Um... So yeah, man, it's uh, it's just a tough time for hip hop, yeah. um, and we'll we'll see. Speaking of which, we have some other albums drop. Um, did you listen to anything else? I know Nas dropped a new album. Oh, bullshit ass manifest. Okay, I've never hey, heard of that. What is I, manifest? I actually heard my wife loved that show. She loved that show. I I I'm not into it. Whenever she watched that show, I go in the other room. Manifest is an American supernatural drama television series. Um, it's on NBC. Wait, haven't, hasn't this happened before? It centers on the passengers and crew of a commercial airliner who suddenly reappear after being presumed dead for five and a half. Wasn't there a show just like this? It's a couple shows like that, man. Like the 2500 or whatever. Dog, this show has happened like three times out It's feel. a bunch of shows. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> It's a bunch How of shows like shows this. How many shows have had this exact same plot? Yeah. People reappear from being, it's, and it's always a plane, too. Yeah, yeah. is that, uh, yeah, Manifest, it's another show. I think it's on NBC or ABC, something like that, called La Brea. It's, it's, it's a bunch of shows like that where somebody- I, know the 20, I heard of the 2500, I think I was called, that had the exact same plot, and that was like the early 2000s, I feel. Yeah. But, dog, they, how many shows did they make with this exact same? That's hilarious, man. Yeah. That's funny as shit. That, that show must be raking up, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once once they get a, a good idea uh, for a show, they just fucking copy it and, and paste it on everything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let us know how that show goes, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, other albums that came out this weekend, songs. Yeah. I know... Uh, 
Nas did another fucking album with Hit Boy. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear this album, man? Magic 2. I ain't get a chance to listen to it too much, man. But, dog, how many songs they recorded, man? It has been five albums in three years. And also, Nas said he's already halfway done with another one. So, look, we have applauded Nas for being inspired to make more music. I haven't listened to this album yet because I just don't feel like it. I feel like I've had enough of Nas. <laughs> Me too. I'm, yeah, I was complaining about Nas not, you know, dropping that much. Mm-hmm. And remember the whole DJ Khaled, Nas album done and all this yeah. other stuff that we waited for that for like five, ten years or some shit. Now I'm like, all right, Nas, you need to... Going to hiding for a couple years, man. Let us <laughs> let us keep playing the music you got out already. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he won a Grammy over this series, so I mean, there, there there's been good things that happened with it. But I looked at the commentary, and it's part of the reason why I haven't heard it yet. Even the Nas fans are getting a little sick of this pairing, man. <laughs> I think they want him to work with somebody else for at least a few tracks, man. Um. People are saying this is like the worst of what they've done together, and that be to be that's, fair, is that would still be pretty good. Yeah, that's saying a lot know? because, yeah. like, can you put this album? Um, like, I haven't listened to um, this recent one, but can you put that against some of his worst albums? People say that's his worst album. Like, yeah, like Nostradamus. I don't think anybody would put it below that. Like, it'll still be pretty good. I'm sure it's called yeah. Magic Two. But yeah. even the naming has gotten lazy, man. You yeah. got three King's Disease albums. Like, okay, it's a trilogy. You got Magic and Magic 2. Yeah. That's like, imagine if Nas came out and made Illmatic 1, Illmatic 2, Illmatic 3, and then it was written and it was written 2. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been called a lazy-ass rapper for that shit, man. Yeah. But now, it's like the naming convention is getting old. I feel like I'm happy they're inspired to make more music, um, but uh, I, I just what what he got to branch off at some point. Man. Yeah, he needs to work with somebody else, man. And I'm sure anybody is a phone call away. He could work with Just Blaze. I'm sure he could work with. I think Pete Rock liked to comment that was hating on this shit, shit as well because somebody called it a uh, loading screen music. Which was fucking funny. <laughs> but uh, um, I think it's even the fans are getting a little fed up with this. It's just too much music in too short of a time. Five yeah. albums in three years is kind of crazy, man. Let it cook. L- let the albums cook a little bit. Because to be honest, I've listened to Magic and King's Disease one through three. I couldn't tell you what was on what. Yeah, it's, and I like the albums. They were good too. albums, but I couldn't really tell you what was on what. They all kind of blend together, man, because it's all the same producer making the same uh, songs with Nas. Yeah, I think he should have. I think I don't know if he'll ever do this, but he should really make a project where he work with other producers, like other big time producers, not the Swiss Beats and all that stuff yeah. or else. But he should really go in the crate. Work with an alchemist, work with a um I'm trying Premier. to think. Yeah, premiere, work with a uh mad lib. He should work with a lot of underground good producers, man. And just see see how that go, man. I, I like the hip boy and um Nas collab, but 
we got five projects at this point, man. <laughs> like, this ain't a thing. This ain't, you know, this ain't Clips and Pharrell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, That's the funny thing. Like, they're basically a group now. Yeah. Not just like a group. They're like Mob Deep, basically, man. Yeah. Or, or Pete Rock and CL Smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's Nas and Hit Boy for the last three years, man. Yeah, I think Nas, I think he should. And it's crazy because he be on all type of other production. This ain't this ain't his first rodeo. Mm-hmm. So I think he should branch off and work with some underground or not not the big ones, but the 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 alchemists, the, the people that still somewhat underground, that still got like a gritty sound. I think he should. Experiment with that now. I think this time has passed with Hit Boy. Yeah, man, I agree. Um, or at least full projects. We don't need yeah. a full project. I'm not saying you shouldn't do any songs with them, but a full pro- a full Hit Boy project. I think that time has passed. Yeah, and also, I mean, with this much music, you really run out of things to say, man. You know, yeah. like how many times could we hear Nas talking about something that just happened? which makes it super dated because you listen to it later on and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Or you listen to him talk about some shit that happened in the 90s or, or, or something like Death Row East and all that shit, which is cool. But how many times can you make a, a song like that, man? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think they should let it cook a little bit. I think he should make a a full album with a lot more producers if he can. Um, maybe it's just what he wants to do. And yeah. as an artist, if he's inspired... Fuck it. His fans will appreciate it. But me personally, like, I, I kind of have my feel of this pairing, man. Yeah, That's not too. to say Hit Boy is a bad producer. He's a good producer. He's a great producer. But the pairing is just getting a little old, man. I yeah. want something I want something a little more fresh from them. Yeah. Um, I also see Ken the Man dropped. Is this an album or a single? Um, this is a um, I want to say a project. I don't know okay. if it- I don't know if it's considered like an EP or what. I'ma just say project. Um mm-hmm. I ain't get a chance to check it out like that, but shout out to Ken the Man, man. Yeah, I always <laughs> gotta shout out the uh Ken the Man who's probably out of here at this point. Yeah. It's on the Rock Nation, you said. So yeah, there goes that follow-up interview. But hey, there's <laughs> always hope. We always remember we'll we'll say we made her if she ever gets too big for us. We'll say yeah. <laughs> now I'm just playing. <laughs> um offset and Cardi B. Dropped a new song called Jealousy, which I guess officially confirms that this bullshit about him cheating on her was just PR stunt type shit. Because I guess we're playing into that. Um, I ain't listened to this song because I don't really care to listen to this shit. But did you hear this song? Was it any good? Uh, I didn't listen to the song, but this gave me the excuse to play my new drop that I have. You ready for this drop? Go ahead. You what we call a tender dick nigga. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> why, why for this, though? <laughs> because he was talking about Offset. <laughs> Remember, he was talking about Offset. Oh, yeah, 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 he was. I forgot yeah. I forgot who that was even about, man. Yeah, he was talking about Offset. It was going back and forth, and then he released the infamous Instagram post. With the uh, with the voice note on it, <laughs> you what we call a tender dick nigga. Sidebar: There was this YouTube video from this guy, this white guy who goes into like different neighborhoods 
and makes documentaries about it. And he did a docu- like a mini documentary on Houston, Third Ward and Fifth Ward, some of the more dangerous neighborhoods. He also did one recently about the Boston opioid epidemic. So it's not like all black places. Mm. But uh, he, he went there and I didn't like the fact that they filmed somebody smoking crack. I thought that shit was kind of outrageous. But um, he spoke to Baby J, mm. who was, uh, of course, uh, I want to say Jay Prince's youngest son, I think. And uh, I thought it was interesting that he had, like, anime stuff. I guess it was, it was, they filmed it in his room. <laughs> but he had, like, anime shit in his house, man. He had, like, a big-ass Kingdom Hearts poster. And he had, like, a Sailor Moon figurine on one little desk. And he had uh, another one from a show called Evangelion. And I was like, dog, respect, man. He's just <laughs> like one of us, man. Or at least one of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my little nerd. Hey, I, this is my link in the mob ties, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay? <laughs> Let's get the mob ties of, of nerd podcast going, man. We got to yeah. talk about gaming and anime. Yeah, we got to get... start in. We got to get, we gotta get um, Baby J back on. Or we got to get Baby J on. So y'all yep. can talk, y'all can nerd it up and talk about the uh, anime shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is our way in, man. I'm yep. convinced. If he if he really is about the anime life, we got to slide in there and uh, make some connections happen and get him get 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 into mob ties that way, man. <laughs> For real. We tried everything else and ain't worked yet. My, <laughs> uh, to be fair, uh, Jay Prince did say we're qualified. Yeah. But I want official ex access to the events. I want to meet Drake. <laughs> Yeah. Any means necessary, man. We got we'll talk, we'll make a anime podcast with Dende and Baby J. Yeah. Okay. I'm down with it. Let's do yes. it. Let's make it happen, man. <laughs> so I thought that was very interesting. Now check it out, by the way. It's only like 10 to 12 minutes long, but it's a pretty good little mini documentary. And documentary. they talk about third ward and fifth ward. Yeah. I want to okay. say, what's it called? It is called um. Uh, fuck. Can I? Fuck. There's too many. Vi- See, I can't fucking find it now, man. Hold on. Uh, shit. There's too much. I can't fucking find it now, man. I'll, I'll, I'll link it to you if I find it. Um, actually, let me go. I think I put it on my Twitter. Let me fucking look up. Uh, what's this shit called? It is called um, Houston's Most Dangerous Hood, The Bloody Nickel. Mm. Okay. Let me see who's it by. And, uh, okay, it's uh, by Brandon Buckingham. About like 10 minutes long uh, by Brandon Buckingham on YouTube. Okay, and what's the name of this? Um, the video is called Houston's Most Dangerous Hood, The Bloody Nickel. So, yeah, check that out on YouTube, man. Maybe we could link up with that fellow as well. Okay. But, um, yeah, uh, check that out. Pretty interesting uh, interviews with people and all that shit. Kind of, yeah, some some weird stuff going on, but it was pretty chill for the most part. Okay. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Gucci Mane dropped this week, too. By the way, um, he dropped a song called Wappenheimer, which I guess he only named it this because somebody made a joke about how if this was 09, Gucci Mane definitely would have made a song called Wap or an album called Wappenheimer. <laughs> and they made the fake cover 
with him with the Oppenheimer hat on and shit. And it was dope because he actually ended up using that art for mm, this song. Okay. So I guess he paid her for the art to use it for the single. But that being said, you could tell this song had nothing to do with that. And he yeah. just named it that because it was something that went trending on Twitter. Because I heard, I watched the video and it had, it had nothing. There was no Oppenheimer references. There was no bomb references. Nothing like that. So, yeah. um, modern day Gucci Mane, look, I'm very happy that he got his life together and that he is doing better. He has a family. He's uh, mentally better. He's physically better. But the music is just, I, I don't need to hear any more of it. Yeah. Okay. Sober, sober Gucci just don't hit the same, man. I hate to say it because it yeah. sounds destructive, but this new Gucci main, I just, I can go without music. Yeah. Wise. I, I kind of gave up on Gucci, man. <laughs> I, um, whenever he drops something, I usually try to check it out. This one, I'm like, no, I ain't doing it again, man. That's it. <laughs> Somebody got to come out and tell me, hey, no, this shit is hard. This is the mm -hmm. old Gucci back. If I don't hear that, man, I'm not I'm not checking it out. No, I agree, man. I agree. Um, it's uh yeah, new Gucci man is just not for me personally. It it's it ain't the same, but like I said, it's not a bad thing for him. It's better that he's doing better, but I, I can't fuck with it no more. Yeah. Okay. Um now it's time for some topics, man. We got a lot to talk about and not a whole lot of time left. So we're gonna speed run some shit that happened this week. This past couple of weeks, we talked about NFL training camp already. So it's time to talk about the aliens. The aliens. The aliens are among us. Aliens. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Aliens. What the fuck is that from? I got a setting on mine. Oh, that's a that's a voice oh, change. I thought that was a drop. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, the aliens. <laughs> we are in the fucking building. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> I am Nelmar, that fucking uh, <laughs> that Devin the dude shit. I'm Nelmar from the planet Zeldar. That's just too funny. Um, so yes, a if you haven't been following along, a former US intelligence agent um had a congressional hearing or he had a court hearing where he testified under oath that the government is in possession of UFOs and non-human bodies, quote-unquote, that were found in these UFOs. And they have weapons that have hurt people that they've tried to test it on or whatever. And he was kind of vague about the specifics, but he did confirm that much. So now we have official confirmation that there's aliens here. Yeah, after years and years and years. <laughs> <laughs> so what 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 are your thoughts about aliens and why do you think nobody seems to give a shit figgy man i think nobody give a crap because it's social media and we all here for the jokes i see everybody just joking around like oh when do these aliens have a fat ass what y'all gonna do or <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm gonna be partying with the aliens tonight <laughs> Oh, we're going to turn up with the aliens. I've I seen all that stuff, but I think, man, I think we're in a time where I guess unless it actually do something, then, we, you know, it's no point of 
uh, uh, taking it so serious because we haven't seen anything. Maybe they have, but we haven't seen anything. So now it's like running with the jokes that have been going on for years. So it's, I ain't going to lie. I'm a little afraid, man. It's, it's a little scary. I'm kind of curious because it's always the aliens and all that stuff always seem like a a, a fictional thing. That they put in movies and books and all this other stuff. So, you, you, we always had the mindset of aliens being green and and talking like this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when if they don't, when if they not green and when if they don't talk like that. When if they're just clones? Because we always hear, we always been hearing years about you know people possibly being cloned in other countries and all this other conspiracy stuff. What what if, you know, those people came from another, uh, from outer space or somewhere, wherever the aliens came from. So I have a lot of questions, man. I I don't know if they're going to be answered. I don't know if it's a threat towards us, but I I ain't going to hold you. It's a little, it's a little scary, man. It's a little scary. It is. Um, the reason why nobody's taking it seriously is because we live in the society of pictures or it didn't happen. Okay. Unless we have videos or pictures of something, we don't take it serious. Remember the Ray Rice thing? Nobody took that serious until the video came out. Like, there's a lot of things we don't really give this, this enough attention to unless we have visual proof. And to that end, I'm ready for the fucking pictures. I know once they release the pictures of the aliens, it will drastically change our society, man. It'll make all these alien movies and TV shows obsolete. Everything will change. And maybe we're not ready for it yet, but I I won't believe it until I see it. Okay? If this is part of the rollout, if this is the aliens rollout that we're going in, I just want to get to the end of it. I want to see them. I want to know what they know. I want to see the technology. Uh, I want it. Look, man, whoever, whoever, I'm voting, fuck it. Since this country is fucked anyway, man, so I don't (laughs) care who's president no more. I'm voting for whoever is going to free the alien information, okay, (laughs) on any side, Democrat or Republican. I don't give a fuck. Whoever is going to release the information about aliens I'm voting for because we're fucked either way man okay Biden yeah. told me he was going to cancel 10k of my student loans and it didn't fucking happen so I don't give a shit no more man climate change is going to destroy us all eventually anyway we're all fucked it don't matter no more I want the aliens okay <laughs> whoever runs in the platform of I will let y'all know about aliens I'm voting for I want to say Hillary Clinton said something about that at one point or somebody, some Democrat said something like that. Said, I think it was Hillary Clinton that said something like that. She said she's gonna let us know about the aliens. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't trust you. But whoever runs on that platform, I'm voting for. Fuck it, I'm ready. We're ready. I want to see them. Yeah. Now my other conspiracy theory Uh-oh. is that this is all a lie. Mm, why is that? I feel like. This kind of reminds me of, remember Osama bin Laden, how they killed him, but they didn't bring his body back and they didn't release any pictures of it. They Mm. just said, hey, we killed him. Mm. And some people, me included, were like, what? 
This was the most hated person in America since September 11, 2001. Yeah. And you killed him, and there's no proof of it. <laughs> so my thought is, did this really even fucking happen? All yeah. we got is the stories of people who said they did it. Yeah. So my this goes to my other conspiracy theory of this is all fake. Maybe the next big disaster that happens, they're going to blame aliens for it. Because <laughs> mm. look, our climate is fucked up. We got too many people on this planet. Maybe the powers that be have decided we're going to use a giant laser and just cut half of the world population so we can make this world last a little longer. And we're going to say, what the fuck just happened? And they're going to say it was aliens. Mm. I'm going down a rabbit hole. Man, you. yeah, I see. <laughs> you and, I, I got to tap you in with Alex sticks. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> you might look, be Alex man. Jones. <laughs> look, I feel like that th- this could be the scapegoat for the next huge disaster. The same way Osama bin Laden was a scapegoat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think he so do you think he he never got killed? Is that because we never talked about that? That was years ago. Dog, the rabbit hole about Osama bin Laden goes deep. The question of was he ever even alive when this shit happened has been rose. He some people say he died a long time before he he was officially killed. I don't know, man. The, mm. this, this is a rabbit hole that goes pretty deep, and even me, I, I could only go so far, mm. but. I had serious doubts about how they killed him and how they announced it, man. Because I'm like, there was no proof of any of it. Mm. You didn't have a picture. You didn't have, you didn't bring his body back. You just dumped him in the sea. (laughs) (laughs) It was just weird to me, man. (laughs) So I I, I, I don't know how far I went about Osama Bin Laden. I just had questions about how they reported that he died. Mm. And the people who were there couldn't even agree about how it happened. Because mm. the SEAL Team 6, they had beef over people who told the story. And they were <laughs> like, no, nah, it didn't happen like that. It happened like this. I'm like, y'all were all there. Y'all should have seen yeah. the same shit. So as far as that, I don't know. But the alien shit, I just, I don't know, man. I want proof. I want to meet them. If they're here, I want a press conference where they say, what up? <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to see if they're human-like. If- do they look like us? Do it just look like a creature? What can they do? Are they smart as hell? Mm-hmm. I, I think the biggest questions I want to know is, do they have another world? Is it another world outside of Earth? You know we're going to take that shit over, man. Man. <laughs> All of our money going to go into space travel so we can figure out how to get to this other place and kind of kind of colonize it. Yeah. So, Yeah. Um, I, I want answers, man. I'm sick of this. He says, she say testimony in court. I want to see the proof. I think we're ready for it. Well, maybe not, <laughs> but yeah. I want it anyway, man. man. I want the truth. I feel like Mulder in uh, X Files. I just want to know. I want to believe. <laughs> I want to believe. Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the thing that, that freaked me out about that show is, like, no matter what they saw, like, okay, the two agents were Mulder and Scully. Yeah. And Mulder was a guy who was, like, the conspiracy theorist. He he believed this shit. 
And yeah. Scully, no matter what they saw, she was like, nah, it's not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't believe anything. Yeah, she didn't man. believe nothing. She was a fucking hater. I like, how can you not believe this shit? There's a logical explanation for it. Like, no, there's not. This motherfucker's got magical powers and shit. I can say they're human. But uh, that shit cracked me up, man. Um, now, we never talked about the, the Carly Russell thing on the podcast. Um, but, of course, everybody's heard this story by now. A woman who alleged she was kidnapped um, and taken away before she escaped. Um, it has come out that she has apparently lied about this. Pretty much everything. Um, she They found her phone and she was searching some suspicious things about how to pay money for an Amber Alert. And they had the audio of the call. Basically, they found proof that it was Cap. Yeah. Um, so this has raised a lot of uh, discussion. Um, basically, another Justice Smollett situation right here with the same events and outcomes. <laughs> a lot of people still defend her, even though it was exposed. They were like, well, at least, you know, they they still should have looked for her and done all this and that and that, whatever. Um, Figgy, do you have any thoughts about this? I don't really have much more to say. I mean, we we know what it is now. Um, do you have any thoughts about this in particular? The only thought I had, I guess it's more of a comment, is I didn't even feel any type of emotion when I heard about this for some reason. And I don't know if it's because people, it's a lot of people that just be lying out here. A lot of people be fronting. So I seen this situation happen where, you know, the girl went missing. My wife showed me what happened. She gave me the rundown of the story. And I'm just like, oh, man, that's terrible. But I really didn't see a lot of people talking about it. And so with a lot of people not really talking about it or it's not on the news and all that, made people talk about it. Mm-hmm. So Why is nobody talking about Carly yes, Russell? It yep. was, yes, it was. So it moved past the, the uh, stage that this girl is missing. It, it moved to the why do y'all, why y'all ain't covering this? But y'all covering the submarine, the uh, the Titanic mm-hmm. submarine. Why is this on? Isn't on main news and all that stuff? So I kind of got a little frustrated with that. But I was hoping that she was okay. I hope they found her. I, uh, you know, I was praying for the best. And when I seen she was found, I'm like, oh wow, that's <laughs> that's look, man. Say what you want. She was gone for how many days? I forgot how many days. But that's rare when somebody is considered missing. And, you know, the story we heard, how she went to look for a little girl and the girl was gone. Um, They both disappeared or something like that. I thought, I just thought the worst. So when I seen she was, she, she was alive, they found her. I was just like, oh, shoot. So the first thing I said was, I want to see what happened. Like, what what's going on? What happened? And it just seemed like it was a goose chase since then, man. I was hearing all these stories. Uh, uh, I guess the ex-boyfriend posted something like, or not the ex-boyfriend, or the boyfriend posted something like, yeah, give her some time. Respect our privacy. She fought for her life. And I was just like, what? Is this a movie? Because mm-hmm. sometimes stuff like that don't be happening, man. I hate to say it, we we seen the movie Taken. Stuff like that don't be happening in real life. And 
slowly but surely, all the stuff started unraveling where she she made it all up. I guess they showed her Google search where I guess she loved the movie Taken and pretty much did the exact same thing or something. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, this... As a black man, this is so embarrassing. It's already trouble trying to get attention for black folks anyway. And you do stupid stuff like this, make it 10 times worse. So I just, I I don't know. I just can't trust, can't trust people, man. And I I hate that because I know it's a situation where something really is going to happen. And I'm going to probably not pay attention to it. Until I realize it is real, but people are so stupid, man. I just, I don't know. I'm just over people, man. Yeah, it, like critical thinking is just dead now, man. It's like whenever, and it's I hate to say it, but look, we're more inclined to believe when a woman alleges something in general. Like I think more people question the Jussie thing than they did this. But then the fact that Jussie was gay gave him like the almost the woman clout. Yeah, you know where everybody believed him because that was an LGBTQ. Yeah, shield. and that's the thing, man. Like, I have no problem with the rights that women are fighting for and the rights that the LGBT community is fighting for, but there's also a narrative like that whenever they say something, they're right because they're a woman or because they're LGBT. Like, we can't admit there's some bad actors in both in those camps, man. Yeah, there are people who lie. There are people who beat their spouse. There are people who uh, make up shit to get back at somebody. And whenever you question that, people allege you of being like misogynist. Just say you hate women and go. Just say you're homophobic and go. Like, no, man. We have to. Everybody and we're all human. We all lie. We all do the same bullshit no matter what your sexual orientation or gender is, man. So, that's the main thing that gets me, dog. Like, even questioning this shit with rational thought, people, there's blowback for even that. I think, I take it a step further. I think even after all of this, and you said, see, like, she was lying, then you still had the people defending her because she a woman. So, no matter what she do, she 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 can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And I there think comes a mental health issue comes in, even though I think they said they examined her and said she had th- no mental health issues. Yeah, I think she actually got arrested. I think they actually mm-hmm. charged her. But um yeah, it's just so frustrating because I feel like as a guy, we hold each other accountable, man. It is like say what you want. I see a lot of guys, whenever they do something stupid, we be like, man, that motherfucker was stupid. Like, I ain't rocking with that. Like, nah, I don't know, buddy. Look, that nah, I don't know about that. I feel like women, I don't know if they be scared to, or they, they be scared to not bash another woman or what. But it seems like no matter what happened, they just got to stick together. Like, even they, they could be wrong as two left foots. They will still take that woman's side no matter what. And it's like, dang, like, how can... I don't know. How can you do that? I don't get it. Yeah, it's just, look, it's people, look, people pick sides, and once they pick a side, they're entrenched. Very rarely do you see people admit that they're wrong on the internet. 
Yeah. Okay. What's what's gonna happen is they're gonna dig their feet even deeper. Mm-hmm. They're gonna say, so what she lied. We still should there's they still should have searched harder for her and this and that. And they'll change the subject to something completely different. Like, well, she lied, but look at how many women are kidnapped around the country. And like, it's not about that right now. We're talking yeah. about this one specific case. One person. You said she might have lied and y'all blew it off. Yeah. So it, it never changes, man. Like I, I told you before the show, we're living in reruns. We have the same fucking arguments. It's the same plot as the Jesse Smollett thing, man. Yep, same thing. We're, we're in fucking reruns. We're in syndication on the internet. Mm-hmm. So it's getting annoying, dog. Um, other things that happened. Uh, um, we talked about Jamie Foxx. I think he really he released some videos. Basically, Jamie Foxx is just okay, man. Okay. He, he that, seems to be doing not, well. He's not a clone. That's not a clone video. I, I haven't look. <laughs> I, I gotta look into the I gotta look into the conspiracy theory. I haven't checked Facebook yet. I know somebody's made a deep dive on how he looks. Yeah, I haven't looked yet, but yeah, maybe I he's not a clone. I don't know. The only thing I seen was somebody put a side by side of an old picture of Jamie and that video, that new video of Jamie, saying this ain't mm-hmm. the same person. It's like no shit. The other vi- the other picture was like twenty years old. <laughs> In this got picture, a picture he from just, ninth from a yeah, any given Sunday next yeah. to almost sixty year old a, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, they got a picture from the Jamie Foxx show. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and then the new video it's like dog he just got out the hospital man mm-hmm. so yeah he look a little slimmer he look a little light skin <laughs> so I don't know I knew I knew that was gonna happen as soon as I uh, seen the blog saying he released a video saying he, uh, thank you to all the supporters and all that stuff I'm like everybody gonna say that ain't him I don't know they don't look like him like come on man Y'all need to yep. relax. Yep, yep. Um, in other news, some other news that's been popping up this week. Um, we have some movement in the case of the murder of Tupac Shakur. Another <laughs> man's been investigated. His home has been searched. And I, for one, would like to take this moment to give a shout out to the LAPD and the police everywhere. It only took them 30 years <laughs> to solve this case of one of the most famous black entertainers of all time in his murder. I want to thank them for their quick response, for their unending work to solve this mystery that everybody knows who killed them now. Yep, justice <laughs> There's is been, served. They waited until all the, they waited until the documentaries and the YouTube videos did their work for them. <laughs> and then they went and found this dude, uh, I guess who was in the car with, um, uh, with, um, or, or Orlando Anderson, who was a man who is all pretty much confirmed to have killed Tupac because the same guy Tupac jumped that night in the Las Vegas casino. And he's already dead, by the way. Orlando Anderson died in the 90s. So the guy they arrested or have a search warrant for, had a search warrant for is uh, Keith D, Keithy D or Keith D Davis. I think he's done interviews lately as well. So there's been all kinds of like self-mentioning and shit almost, man. But they wait until all the YouTube documentaries have done their work and they finally have, have made way in arresting people who were associated with the murder of Tupac. <laughs> yeah. So did you see, shout out to them, man. Did you see they was, uh, I guess they had the search warrant 
to uh, look in the house for the bullets mm-hmm. that that killed Tupac or some shit, or that was in the gun. <laughs> no, you think they got the bullets? Still got right? the bullets from thirty years ago? <laughs> they said they found. I think they said they found like. What did they find? Like some shit, some documents. Okay, they found multiple computers, a cellular telephone, documentary documents, a Vibe magazine that featured Shakur, several 40 caliber bullets, and two tubs containing, com- containing photographs, and a copy of Davis's 2019 memoir, Compton Street Legend. So... I mean, I feel like there's no way a case can be built unless they can prove that he kept the bullets that killed Tupac or that were shot that yeah. night. Which I'm like, how the fuck? Unless he was trying to sell that shit, but how? Like, what? But even there's if, no way they can make a case against this guy, man. Yes, and and also, if he if that was the gun during that time, did you think that was going to be that legendary where you decide to keep <laughs> the gun because 30 years from now it's going to mean something? That sounds crazy because, like, when do you kill somebody? We both never killed nobody, but mm-hmm. when do you shoot somebody and you keep the you keep the gun, you know, because you know you're gonna get away with everything. <laughs> and, you know, maybe you could sell it and make some money from it. It'd be like a souvenir or some shit. That don't even make sense. I, I almost can't believe like they're even wasting manpower on this, man. Like, yeah. there's no way they can find anything on a 30-decade, 30 30-year-old 30 murder of one of the most famous people in, in rap history. Is You think they're going to uh, find the smoking gun in his house? Yeah. 30 years later? Having a magazine about Tupac is not going to be <laughs> the evidence they need to arrest him, man, or prove that he was there. Like, look, and... and that they everybody knew who killed him and they, nobody did anything about it, man. That's the yeah. thing that kills me. Mm-hmm. He was killed in the middle after a Tyson fight on the Las Vegas Strip. Yes, and no, no, nobody was arrested, man. It's insane, dog. And now I guess they're getting embarrassed of the fact that it's very obvious who killed him, and they basically everybody has admitted who killed him now, and the cops never did anything about it. So now everybody looks bad. So maybe they're trying to clear this one up and say, hey, look, we did something. But it's not going to work, man. I don't know why they're even wasting time on this shit. Yeah. Um, I guess they're trying to put uh, Jada Pickett-Smith to rest a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, maybe she's having the case. Yeah. Yeah, she she wants to sleep better at night (laughs) knowing knowing the the case was solved. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man, but it's just, uh, it, 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 I, that's the most random thing I saw in the past couple of weeks, man. The fact that they're actually investigating this 30 years after the fact when you had plenty of time when it fucking happened and you didn't do yeah. shit. That's I the, couldn't believe it, man. That's to show you, man, how um, the people there had a lot of pull. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, you know, there's another conspiracy or theory. I don't know if Suge Knight had a lot of pull in that city where, he, you know, maybe paid off some detectives or something to not really look into it, to just keep it moving type thing where they don't find who did it. I don't know. But it seemed like, they, you know, it must have been a lot of street pool into this where they that should have been solved, man. That should have that should have been investigated. It should have been solved a long time ago, man. It shouldn't yeah. be. Like, 
I understand some um, people that's not famous at all. If somebody get killed and you can't find anything, if it was just a horrible incident. Like, I know some people that killed some of my good friends and, you know, nobody got, like, they didn't find a killer. Like, I understand that, but this was the most famous rapper at that time, man. And you ain't find nobody? That's crazy, They didn't man. look. There, there was there was rumors of, of people who were in the neighborhood that said that he was bragging about it, man. <laughs> like, everybody fucking knew it was Orlando Anderson. Baby Lane, he went by his street name. Everybody fucking knew. And he was killed in some other shit that had nothing to do with the Tupac murder. <laughs> so... Yeah, very, very, but shout out to the LAPD for after 30 years of people doing their work for them, they've actually tried to investigate something there. Yeah. Um, uh, YMW Melly, his, uh, his case was, just, was declared a mistrial because he did not get the, uh, I guess it was, a, it had to be. They, they couldn't agree um, on. Uh, yeah, it had to be, I forget the word I'm looking for, but it had to be uniform decision by the yeah. jury. I, to, um, I think it was something it, like 12 people. Six, four, I think, or something six, like that. It might have been worse than it might have been. Six, I can't remember what the number I was. Think, I, I think I think I want to say three people thought he was guilty out of all of them. Um, let me see. So a re okay, I'm looking at the story. A deadlocked jury prompted a mistrial Saturday, and for YMW Melly, the twelve panel, the twelve member panel could not reach a unanimous verdict after three days of deliberations. Um, I don't see the numbers of who said who or who thought what, but so yeah, it had to be unanimous, and they couldn't decide that. But they're saying there's going to be a a retrial is likely. Yeah. Um. So we'll see how that goes, man. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand law, man, because I thought that uh, Tory Lanez had a much better chance of getting off than YMW Melly did. Yeah. I, I didn't think uh, Tory Lanez was innocent, but I thought it was going to be harder to prove he was guilty. Yeah. But with this guy, I felt like they had him fucking dead to rights, man. All the forensics... <laughs> That came out that proved that he was shot from inside the car and all this stuff, and that yeah. he was talking about it with his friends. And this was a mistrial, so yeah. I don't get law, man. I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. And you know, I think a lot of people was sitting there like, "Oh yeah, he free, he free." <laughs> That's not the case, man. I don't, mm. I, look, man, I know law is a little crazy at times, but I don't think it's that crazy. And to be honest with you, I hope he don't get out. That motherfucker look crazy. I, look, man, I think, I think we. His last would, name is Demons, and we've talked about this a bunch of times. His yeah. last name is Demons, man. I just yeah. I don't trust him. All his little know. antics in court. I think he'd be just fine where he's at right now. I think we'd. Be, <laughs> hey, I think we'd be a better world <laughs> with him. Yeah, he might be where he belongs, man. Him and Tay K. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, six nine got a feature from Kodak Black. Um, he is being clowned for this. I know uh, Lil Boozy, of course, made a statement about it, um, talking about how six nine is just exposing how fake the game is now, man. You mm -hmm. know, there, there is no street code no more. Anybody does anything for the bag. Um, now, with this being said, if somebody 
even for a million dollars allegedly, is willing to work with six nine. This definitely opens the door for people to collaborate with Gunner. I feel right. Bingo. Yeah, that's why. That's actually why I put it on this doc, man. I think. I think this makes it cool. I think this is warming up to the fact that I guess snitches can still get some work. I think mm-hmm. they can still get a verse from some for some street dudes because, look, I know he charged I, I, allegedly uh, uh, six nine paid a million dollars for Kodak Black uh, for, for Kodak Black feature, but man, I can see other rappers. Paying less to get on a gunner track. I can see it, especially if he's making some good music. I think that could help them more than a 6 9 track. But um, yeah, I think I think we're gonna get to a point where people are gonna start hopping on these songs, man. I don't I don't think it's gonna be no shame no more, man. And I think the cover-up right now is that, oh, I got a million dollars. And oh, I threw a couple shots at mm-hmm. him. So I think that's the cover up right now, but I think at the end of the day, I think nobody gonna care, man. Yeah, as long as they throw in some lyrics about hating snitches or don't fuck with snitches, because I mean, Gunna maintains he didn't snitch anyway. So yeah. as long as there's like a a, a non snitch bar about whoever collaborates with them, maybe they'll think it gives them cover. I don't know. Yeah. Look, no, the consumers don't care about this shit. I think we've learned that by now. The consumers don't care. Who cares what fucking Lil Boozy has to say on the internet, man? Like, yeah. the consumers don't really care about this. His album still so well, despite the fact that they had no production and no features. So the the consumers of rap don't care about this street politic bullshit, man. So people, somebody's going to do it, and we'll see what happens when they test the waters. Um, of course, Young Thug's friends won't do it, but yeah. anybody else in the game, I think the door is open at this point. But we'll see whoever the first one is to take that jump. Um, other things. Oh, yeah, Twitter changed. <laughs> Twitter is no longer Twitter. Twitter is now X. X. <laughs> X. That fucking exhibit song. Remember that yeah. shit? X to the Z. <laughs> uh, now... Every time I think that there is no like there is no no you way you can't Elon get can do anything this. dumber with Twitter <laughs> at this point. I mean, he already done charge for a lot of shit. He already took a lot of shit away. Um, now he has changed the entire format of the site. Well, at least the name of it, and he's calling it X. I just like from a marketing standpoint, I just don't get it. Like. Yeah. This is brand brand recognition is like the most important thing in the world right now. You know, everybody knows what Twitter is. Yeah. To change it this late in a life cycle, life cycle to X. I don't yeah. get what the master it's, plan is, man. Yeah, Twitter is part of part of our vocab now. Mm-hmm. Even when we're not talking about Twitter, we bring up tweet or you know, stuff like that. Retweet it, like all of that stuff came from Twitter, and so what's the? I just don't see the uh, what's the payoff for changing it to X. I don't know. I, I've heard apparently he wants to change Twitter into something else completely. Like he wants to have like basically it be an all in one type of app 
where it's like a dating thing. It's like a finance thing. It's like a, a lot of stuff into one. And look, I don't know how successful that like he already is in debt from buying Twitter. He paid way too much. I mean, like a 44 or something billion dollars for, for this billion. shit. Yep. He overpaid for it by a lot. And now I don't see how he has enough money to change the entire thing. And I don't see how he thinks this will bring more people to it. He tried, Everybody man. sees more. Dis- he's, as, like I said, he seems like he's trying to destroy it. Yeah, he's tr- uh, he trying to make money, man. <laughs> like, he's trying to get some out of it. Like, I don't know how yeah. much Twitter was making, but he's trying to wait. He's trying to get his money money's worth. Yeah. And it's not working, man. This app been free for us for years. Mm-hmm. So you're going you gonna to steer people away when you start charging for, for bullshit. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Um, but still, like... I can't leave Twitter if all the jokes are there, man. Like, Blue Sky still ain't there yet. I've been posting a little bit more on now, but it's just still ass, man. It ain't, there is no replacement for Twitter yet. Yeah. So that's the main problem. Uh, but is this, this X shit, I don't get it. They, even, I'm looking at the fucking logos right now. It looks so fucking stupid, man. <laughs> like, the, the bird is really gone. And we yeah. got this ugly ass X that looked like something you made in your high school project. <laughs> Like it's so fucking ugly, man. Why would you do this? I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. And everybody gonna understand. still call it Twitter. Yes. Nobody's gonna say, yeah, I saw on X. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, makes sense. Yeah. People go. Like, you on X? Yeah. <laughs> like, what you trying to say, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Pause. people, people still gonna say Twitter, regardless. People mm. say tweets. They're going to say all that stuff, so I just don't get it, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand Elon Musk's brain. I don't understand what goes through it. I know he has Asperger's. He admitted that much on Saturday Night Live, I think, but I don't understand the mind of that man. I don't understand how he got a billion dollars to begin with. I don't understand any of it, man, Damn. but uh, whatever. Um. Oh, yeah, did you see the, the drama between Doja Cat and her fans? I kept hearing about it. I didn't personally see it, though. What happened? Basically, this all started because uh, Doja Cat, how it always starts with these pop stars, they're dating somebody who's problematic. And this guy apparently had like, he apparently, some woman alleged that he was very abusive and abusive to a lot of women and also racist. And I think I didn't look too far into his past. Apparently, he had some allegations and stuff that he did. Um, and of course, Doja Cat doesn't give a fuck. You know, she blocked people who who kept complaining about it to her. And recently, you know, she's kind of gone to battle with her fans again. Um, somebody asked her, I guess she made a post somewhere, maybe on Twitter, and somebody responded. They say, uh, we love you, Doja, say it back. And she said, why would I say I love you? Or why would I love you? I don't even know you. Mm. And she also said, I guess the Doja Cat fans call themselves kittens. She said, if you call yourself a kitten, you need to log off and go to therapy. (laughs) Some shit. (laughs) She basically said everybody who's like obsessed with her needs to get a life and how she's not going to love her fans because they say they love her because she doesn't know them and all this stuff. And so her fans are just kind of you know, some some of them are sticking by her 
it seems by and large they just kind of realized or at least they think she's a shitty person now and uh, of course all the other allegations came through as well about the chat room she was in and all this stuff she in a racial chat room showing feet yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh i don't know man i don't know if this is just an internet thing or if it's gonna have any um blowback on her career but i do feel like she is like really trying to she's really it seems like she's doing almost like a kanye type thing where she's trying to throw away her fame yeah yeah it seemed like she's kind of um i want to say stressed out but i feel like she don't like being famous yeah she don't really like the attention um she always been a a, a weird cat no pun intended Mm -hmm. she always been kind of weird where you know, you we heard about the chat room stuff. Um, wasn't wasn't she the one that came out with the cat song or the I'm a cow? Or bitch, I'm a, yeah, the cow thing. Yeah, yeah, which was clever, but she was always a little different. Where like I don't look, I hate I hate when people try to say, oh, this person ain't black and all this other stuff. But it seemed like she kind of came from a different walk of life. Mm-hmm. Where I. Like, I'm not even surprised. To me, it, it makes sense for her dating this guy. And <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I just don't know what she's about. And um, she just kind of buck wild. She's not like a, um, a Azalea Banks buck wild, but I feel like she might be a little close. The the shaving the eyebrows and all that stuff. I just she shaved everything. She shaved yeah, her whole head off, man. Yeah. I just don't get it, man. I, I don't know what else going on. I don't want to assume nothing, but she seemed like she just cut from a different cloth. And um, I feel like a lot of black folks, I guess, try to hold on to her. Like, she one of us. And maybe she's not one of us. <laughs> maybe she's just in a different category. Maybe she's cut from a different cloth. So um, it's not like... I'm trying to think of somebody that was like one of us that just went totally different. That's we can't claim. I, you know, I want to use Kanye, Kanye of course, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ice Cube would, maybe at this point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I like even with Kanye, even with Kanye and Ice Cube, we could still go back to their old music and be like, man, mm-hmm. he was this. We we seen the documentaries of Kanye where we like, oh yeah, he was. He was definitely one of us at one point, but he just went nuts. Where can we find that with Doja Cat? <laughs> yeah. Where, where, what was her moment where we were like, oh, yeah, she been down with us for a minute. But, you know, she just got super famous. After a while, she just went crazy. It seemed like this always been her. And I don't think, I think she just want to be low key at this point now. Yeah, I don't think she wants to be a pop star anymore, man. I think she wants to go back to just making music and doing her thing. She seems to be really rebelling against the pop star image at this point, to the point where she's pretty much denouncing her fan base and shaving her hair and saying her pop music was corny and she ain't doing it no more. She's doing a rap album now and things like that. So I don't think she wants to be a pop star anymore. I don't think she likes that kind of attention and to be to be fair, man, these fans are crazy, dog. Like yeah. these fans are crazy. I can't imagine how it is to get online 
and see people act like that towards you every single day, you know, like, and people read into your personal life and make all these assumptions and say you need to break up with somebody because it's not good for you and and crazy shit like this, man. So uh, I I understand how it could be very stressful and how somebody could just want to throw all that away. But uh, I don't know, man. She she has always been weird. Um, She seems like she came from a corner. Like, I'm somebody who's been online for a long time, man. And there are certain places in the internet where it's like, there's a lot of white folks who do like a lot of racist shit as a joke. And I think she was she was kind of raised on that side of the internet. Mm. You know, so she thinks shit like that is funny. And... She has that kind of like, I guess, white internet guy sense of humor, you know? Yeah. And that hasn't really gelled with a lot of people now, especially now, where everybody's offended by everything. So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's She's always been kind of different, and I don't think she's really cut out for this pop star lifestyle. But then again, I don't think many people are. So, yeah. Here's what it is. We'll see what she does next, but... yeah. Um, how do you feel about this trend of the NPCs on TikTok? <laughs> we can talk about this. We have yeah. the, uh, I think her name is Pinky Doll, um, who, who was going viral on, fa- on Twitter and everything, because I guess people found out these videos where she's saying, basically people are paying her things to say things. And she's like, everybody seen, to, I'm not going to mock the, everybody seen the fucking video. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Come on, give us an example. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> But <laughs> y'all know the girl who the funniest thing to me is the fucking putting a popcorn in a curling iron. Mm. <laughs> that, that's the one thing I really can feel like, why? Why that? But everything else, um, so apparently she has made like a lot of money doing this. Mm. People tip her and she says things. <laughs> and she has made a lot of money, apparently. Timbaland was like <laughs> found her and was one of her bigger uh donators. Uh and somebody else was up in there too. I forget who it was. Somebody else famous was in, up in there leaving her a bag for shit. So she has popped off and she has really become, I think even Cardi B referenced her and shit. Everybody's talking about this girl, and now everybody's doing it themselves. They got yeah. a lot of copycats out here, yeah. grown ass men yes. doing this shit in public, which is really embarrassing. You got a lot of women uh doing it as well on TikTok, and it's kind of taking over TikTok live, apparently. Yeah. Um, so thinking, what are your thoughts about this new NPC style trend? Um this is silly, man. This is silly. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. now her um Pinky Doll. Now is she a porn star? She has an OnlyFans. OnlyFans, okay, okay. Yeah. But um I would say it was entertaining watching her a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. But I went down the rabbit hole to see everybody else doing it, and it just looked so stupid, man. I feel like she the only one that could pull it off. I I feel like she did a really good job. But just overall, general, this is so silly, man. And people paying for this, people actually giving them money, giving them shit for this. I think it's crazy, man. I, I just, I just don't understand what I'm doing wrong because <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, man, I, I, I wish somebody donate something to me. I, I'm over here trying to chase my dream. We trying to get this podcast together. We trying to make it better. And I feel like people tight when it comes to that. 
But you see some grown ass men sitting here doing the uh, yum yum and all this other shit. All these sound effects looking stupid, and people just giving no money. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm in the wrong profession. I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Somebody help me out. <laughs> Look, Figgy. It's crazy. All we have to do is just throw away all of our dignity, okay? We have That's our problem. We have too much self-respect. Yeah. We're trying to do this podcast in a respectful way, okay? We don't have enough clickbait. We don't fucking make fun of women and all this goofy shit that everybody does and that's really big like the Andrew Tate type of shit. We don't we're talk about the, we don't talk about the Twitter topics. Yes, we're <laughs> not the fresh and fit people who fucking race bait and gender bait and all that shit. That's our problem. We're we're too respectful. Okay. Look, this to really make it in the world today, you have to have no morals, I feel, for the most part. Okay, you have to be able to pimp yourself. And this is literally pimping yourself, okay? Yes. You're literally, people are paying you to do something and you're doing it. Yes, they doing like, that. Yep, yeah, that's... They're controlling you, literally. Yes. And this is basically, pro like, people looked into this, it's basically like a prostitution type thing. Like, it's a sex king type thing, basically. It has roots yeah. in that. Yep. But they're doing it in a way that's legal by TikTok standards. Yeah. Um, but look, this is the way of the world, man. We have to throw away our dignity and we have to do something completely fucking stupid that makes us look fucking crazy and terrible. So as long as we keep caring about how we look, we'll never succeed in this world, Figgy. Yeah. Okay, we got to throw that all away, man. We got to keep these We got to be willing. We got to fucking <laughs> cross-dress. We got to fucking... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, we got to fucking we, appeal to the lowest common denominator in order to make it at this point, man. We got to play a woman. <laughs> yeah. We got to dress, gotta like, dress a woman. like Chappelle said. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. We You got to have no dignity. And yeah, to the, to the thing about the girl, like, look, She's the only one who's good at this, by the way, man. Yeah. Like, I, everybody talked about how stupid it was, and it is stupid, but, like, I, it's entertaining when she does it, man, because she's committed to it 110%, yeah. and she actually is, like, she has a good voice. She looks yeah. good. Like, it's, I, I can see the entertainment value in it, man. Yeah. Everybody else that does it looks stupid. <laughs> Okay, yes. because I think they they have too much shame. I, they're not committed to it like she yeah. is, mm -hmm. and it it looks bad, man. It it kind of show you too because you know she do have her OnlyFans, and uh, I actually searched her name on Twitter and found some uh, some sex videos, pretty much. Oh yeah, but um, you could tell she. Pro I mean, I would be surprised if she, you know, I don't know her at all. But I wouldn't be surprised if she did some kinky type stuff like this for some older weird guys and got a lot mm -hmm. of money for it. You know, some you know you got some of the older guys or weird guys that you know want you to act like a cat when you're around them or yes master and no master and all this other stuff. It's pretty much the same thing as this. Yeah, and um, I maybe she got a history with doing that. And this is so easy. I mean, and it's not really sexual. So um, that's maybe that's why she's so good. But everybody else is is not good. And it's uh, I don't know. She, but she's really good. I I did enjoy watching her for a little bit. Yeah. But not enough to pay some money 
to for her to not. read to say ice cream lick lick. Yeah. <laughs> some shit. Like, nah, nah yeah. I, I, I will pay for the OnlyFans before I pay for something like that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. At least you get a, your money's worth with that shit. Yeah. But uh, my concern, man, because this thing has lasted, has been going on for a while with TikTok, people doing things for tips. And my concern is kids doing it because they've already been doing it. Yeah. And this has been happening since before this NPC shit popped off. So I watched a video a few months ago. Some guy did a deep dive and found out that there was like a bunch of underage kids who were doing like there was code words that people put in the chat for donations where it's like something meant turn over or turn around. Something meant bend over. Something meant get close to the camera. Like they had code words for shit they made these kids do. And of course, you're not supposed to be under 16 on TikTok, but I mean, there's no way to verify that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. there was a bunch of people, basically pedophiles were on TikTok, paying kids to do shit. And then, of course, the hope for them is that they could get something to happen offline. Yeah. So, and that's what really chose me, man. I don't like the idea that fucking kids are getting used to prostitution like this, basically. Because that's yeah. basically what it is, man. And if grown folks want to pimp themselves out, so be it. But the kids thing is, is what bothers me. I don't, that really disturbs me about kids who have no money, see it's something easy to do, and then they fucking end up missing because they met somebody who said they was going to give them $10,000 or some shit like that, and then shit went south. So, I don't know, man. Whatever. This, this world is doomed. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. It is what it is. Fuck it. I don't care anymore, man. I, 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 it is what it is. If people want to do this to get money, it's a tough economy out there. Do whatever fucking you want to do, man. <laughs> yeah. This world is going to get stupider by the minute. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, we, we talked about the Barbie movie, all that shit. Did you see the Barbie movie yet? Did you see any of that? The Any of the new movies that came out? Nah, nah, I did. I I want to see Oppenheimer, but I don't think my wife want to see that. So I might, yeah. I might watch it on the fire stick. Y'all, y'all should go and and go if they're at the same time in different theaters. Would you would you go and be like, I'm gonna watch Oppenheimer. You go watch Barbie. Man, that would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen. My wife would not let that happen. Man, we actually talked about that with John McClane. Because mm-hmm. he did he, he did that a couple times. Him and his wife went to a movie, and I guess he didn't want to see what she wanted to see, and she didn't want to see what he wanted to see. So they just went to separate movies. Dog, I did that once because my parents wanted to see, my parents and my sister wanted to see Castaway, and I wanted to see this movie called Dracula 2000. I remember that and movie. I, so I went to go see Dracula, and they went to go see Castaway, and Castaway was like 45 minutes longer than uh, Dracula 2000. So I had to fucking wait. And I was in, I was fucking, I went to the theater and I was in the fucking, I was watching the end of the movie. I was like, man, I, it, it was good. The movie was good. So I was like, man, I should just fucking watch this movie. Yeah. Man. What was wrong with me? I, I was yeah. I was going through my teenage rebellious phase. That's my problem. I want to watch the I stuff y'all want to yeah. watch. Yeah. I was going through the rebellious phase. I didn't want to see what my parents wanted to see. I want to see something cool like Dracula. That shit was so ass. I was so (laughs) disappointed by that stupid-ass movie, man. And then Castle was a great movie. (laughs) So I was like, fuck. 
I didn't get to see it in the theater because I was being stupid. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, at least, but at least you ain't, you wouldn't do something like that. Would you do something like that with your girl? Uh, like if she wanted to see the Barbie, you want to see Oppenheimer? No, because I, I low key want to see Barbie, man. I'm really? not gonna lie, like, I low key want to see Barbie, but I would rather go with her so I have an excuse. Yeah, <laughs> think I'm not gonna go up there and be like one ticket for Barbie, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good thing about ordering online yeah. and using the app. Yeah, you ain't gotta look somebody in the eye and say. One for uh, this anime movie, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One for SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. You can suffer your embarrassment in in the, yep. in the seat of your house, yeah, <laughs> on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. Look, I- I'm I'm not a big theater guy anymore, but I, I might actually make it out to see Oppenheimer. I don't know. But uh, this IMAX shit gets on my nerves because there's only so many IMAX theaters and they're always sold out when the big movie comes out. So mm. I don't know, man. But we'll see. Yeah, but I kind of want to see the Barbie movie too, man. Yeah. I, like, I was kind of... Like, I wasn't shitting on it. Like, oh, no, you shouldn't see that movie. Like, I thought the movie looked cool from the previews. I thought mm-hmm. it looked cool. But... I don't think it was a movie uh, where it got me out the house where I got to go see this. Now, if my wife wanted to go see it, then, yeah, I'll go. But all these hard asses, like, oh, you can't be a man watching a Barbie movie. It's a damn movie. Yeah. And, and, and two, I, I mean, I don't know how true this is. I've been seeing a whole bunch of people, you know, Twitter, go on Twitter. But a lot of people, oh, this ain't a kid's movie. Like, did this look like a kid's movie? I it ain't look like a kid's Do movie kids to me. kids play with Barbie anymore? I don't know. <laughs> but just, I don't think any kids buy Barbies, man. Just But see, just watching the movie, though, like the preview, it didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't look at it and say, oh, I got to take my five-year-old to this movie. It didn't give me that vibe, man. It, it looked like something for, for people that was our age that played with yeah. Barbies. It ain't look like for the current Barbie players. Like to me, the Super Mario movie. That to me, that was a kids' movie. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like a kids' movie. Uh, I, I want to see that, by the way, too. I heard it yeah, was pretty good. But um, yeah, the Barbie movie looked like it was for grown folks. It was kind of like um, what was that movie? I forgot what movie it was. Um, I forgot what movie that came out. That was pretty much for grown folks, but it was like a old school kid movie or old school film or something. I forgot what it was. Oh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, That might have been. Nah, I don't think that was it. I don't think that was it. Uh, but it, uh, it, anywho, it's, you know, some these people make movies for grown folks, man. <laughs> this ain't one of the movies that was for, for a five-year-old that just got yeah. into Barbies. So... That was kind of the argument online. Oh, oh this ain't for kids. Like, yeah, no it's duh. not marketed towards kids, man. It, it's but, not. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I, see, I've already heard they're going to ruin it because I, I've heard apparently they want to make a bunch of like Mattel. They want to make their own Mattel cinematic universe. So they're going to have like Uno. They're going to have fucking all. Yeah, seriously, all the fucking Mattel games and toys are going to make in the movies now. Just because this one did good. 
So let me let me look up the Mattel. Let me see. Because I want to see there's a list of like what they wanted to make. Mattel execs on next Hollywood movies. They're talking about Barney, which is coming out. We already talked about that. Daniel Kaluuya is producing it. Yeah. And I think he's starring in it. I don't know how that's going to be. <laughs> Polly Pocket is coming out. Hot Wheels. I heard Rock'em Sock'em one. Robots. American Girl. Yeah, a American movie Girl about thing. the Magic 8-Ball. Mm. And uh, Master of the Universe. Major, I don't know what the fuck Major Matt Mason is. Uno. Wishbone. Matchbox. And some other shit I haven't heard of. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, man. They're I'd making all, movies of all this shit. Out man. of all of those, the American Girl... That might be biggest Barbie, because that's that's a that's pretty much a doll that's like freaking five hundred dollars, man. They actually mm-hmm. have a a store in the mall for American Girl dolls, and uh, I don't know if you went past it or been in there, but they have like clothes that are expensive clothes for the doll to buy, and also they have a restaurant in there where a lot of kids take their dolls. And they said it right there. You can eat lunch with your dog. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, and this shit is expensive. Let, man, let me. I'm gonna show you how expensive this shit is. But um, it's crazy. I can see that movie being super, super successful, man. Because still to this day, I think they play with American uh, American Girl dogs. Yeah, that that's my dog. I have to know how they're gonna make Uno into a movie. <laughs> Like, that's the one I really need to see, okay? Like, is it going to be like Jumanji where the game is real? But then it's fucking Uno, man. How are you going to make yeah. that shit dangerous? <laughs> I have to know how they're going to make Uno into a movie, man. I have to see that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious at that too, man. They, it seems like they making their own shit, man. I want I ain't gonna lie, I want to see a Zelda movie. I want to yeah, see a legit I think they're. Zelda I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to do think that. So, especially after seeing Mario and the success yeah. of that. Yeah, they definitely gonna do that, but um, yeah, man. <laughs> so this is American Girl dolls. Mm-hmm. Look, three hundred dollars for this. Ah, damn. <laughs> yeah, it's just so much shit you could buy. How much does it cost to like adopt a real baby? <laughs> <laughs> no, for, for it can't real. be that much more, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, come on, man. Yeah. Let's see how much the clothes. That shit gonna get broke. <laughs> I guess you don't give it to actual kids then. Look at look at this. This um, look forty dollars for this Come outfit. On, man. Oh, for the outfit? <laughs> yes. Come on, man. Yeah, real softball real star uniform, sixty bucks. Insane, insane, yeah. man. Look, a book bag, thirty six. Come on, look, man. This set, eighty dollars. Look, this suitcase, two twenty five. Come on, man! You got designer <laughs> for the dolls. <laughs> Where are they gonna go with that shit? That's this, what I'm saying. Yeah, dog. This is for like crazy people, man. Because <laughs> you know there are people out there that treat these like actual kids. Yeah, and uh, this is this is disturbing, man. I don't know about this. This is wild. Yeah. Hey, don't have no daughters, man. <laughs> Right, they might be. Into, <laughs> they might be into that shit. 
I don't know, man. I don't know if kids still play with dolls anymore. I feel like that's one of the things people did. Same with action figures, man. We didn't have video games like that. Yeah. You know? But now, like, what the fuck? If I was a kid, I wouldn't want a fucking toy. If it, if a toy costs the same as a fucking Xbox game or a PlayStation game, what do you think I'm going to pick? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think to the- be fair, my nephews did play with toys, though. But how so, long is the, how long is the lifespan of toys for a kid? Very though? short. <laughs> so, I was playing with toys up until I was like fucking thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I feel like the lifespan of a toy now is probably like up to three or four. Yeah, somewhere around there, five maybe, and then you and straight up iPad. They all Straight fucking up. break too. I remember I bought my uh my nephew some toys, my youngest nephew some toys, and I think the next time I came over, they're all broken shit. Yeah, like, damn. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used to have a toy box. Remember the toy box? Yeah. We used to have a full-blown toy box. Yeah, man. We have fucking <laughs> and the funniest thing is like you never had the full set of anything. So you had to like mix and match. I had the fucking Transformers and the X-Men. Fighting against, (laughs) (laughs) like it'll be random of Superman, Superman versus Booker T. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, coming to the ring, Batman versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> fucking Di Joe come in as a tag team partner or some yep. shit. Yeah, man. Nah, man. That, that's that's how it was, man. It was every, yep. every night was a fucking fantasy fight. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think uh, now we got Fortnite where they got all the people in there anyway. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just different now, but yeah, uh, we'll see how those new Mattel movies go, man. I don't know about that. Um, I think they might be milking this too soon. Once Hollywood gives an idea that works, they run into the ground instantly. Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed for sure. So, yeah. you see how they keep giving Jordan Peele new movies just because one was good. <laughs> yeah. It was only that one too, man. Yeah, only that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, for the most part, man. And they keep telling him, "Don't do nothing funny. You got <laughs> to do this mysterious thriller type." It got to be a thriller with a, a racial twist to it. <laughs> <laughs> Since you did one, now it's really good. Yeah. So, yeah. But. Um. I think that might be about it for this week, man. We almost had three hours. We passed three hours now. So, yeah. fuck it. We'll go ahead and wrap this podcast had, up, had man. Nigga for last week, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. We didn't cover everything. So, we good. Um, shout out to everybody who joined the podcast tonight, man. Miguel, who is now watching uh, some bullshit show with his wife. Manifest. Shout out to him. <laughs> In the trenches right now. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Matt Wine Chemist as well on YouTube. To drunk, uh, everybody else, Troy on Facebook, um, everybody who joined the podcast, man, we appreciate y'all for chiming in and listening to us. Um, everybody who's listening on other platforms as well, we love y'all. HRW, uh, who y'all like in the fight? Oh, yeah, Stenson Crawford. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just glad the fight's happening. <laughs> I'm glad the fight's happening because this is one of those fights that. I thought this wasn't going to happen like fucking Anthony Joshua and uh, uh, the other dude. What's his fucking name? 
dude who fought uh, the gypsy motherfucker. Oh, uh, what's his fucking name, man? Tyson, who the guy, the Tyson, guy who fought Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. That's Deontay right, Wilder. Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. That fight never happened. Um, I'm just glad it's happening, but I don't know, man. I don't, I don't watch them close enough to have a favorite yet. I'm just glad the fight's happening. So, yeah. and that is tomorrow night, right? I believe so. Okay. I gotta look for a link. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, tomorrow night. Um, dog, one, you know, I don't understand uh, why boxing fights cost so much. $84? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we we in the strength, like, it was one thing to pay that much for, like, a Muhammad Ali. Like, even then, I don't think they would fuck up $84, man. That shit was a lot back then. But, yeah. like, a Mike Tyson fight, some, when we had, like, huge, uh, he said, oh, I'm not going to say that. Don't, don't, don't oh, put that up. Don't, don't take it off, man. Don't take it off. We're going to get banned. We're going to get banned. Don't, 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 we don't promote piracy on Gen the Ginger Dudes podcast, okay? Right. Buy everything legally, wink, wink. Let me take a picture of this so I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's all good, man. We did ask after all, so. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for that information, though. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. But, um, so, yeah, I don't see why boxing matches cost so much. Even, I remember WWE pay-per-view used to cost like 60 bucks or something like that. And yeah. now they're basically free if you got Peacock. Yeah. They are free if you got Peacock. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't understand how boxing matches are still like almost a hundred dollars, man. Yeah, and it'd be great. people who are not even that big. I mean, in a the sport, they're that big, but it's not yeah, like they it's were not like Tyson's like, status. Yeah, it's yeah. not like for the championship heavyweight belt or some shit. Mm -hmm. It's just like some two regular dudes. I mean, I don't want to call them regular, but it's just be like. From my, I'm not a boxing person like that. I'm, I, I'm very, very, very casual about, uh, you know, watch boxing. But s some of these things would not move me to pay eighty four dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if it was like a big, like to me, I would say the Deontay Wilder and the Tyson Fury, I probably would have paid money for it, especially after the first one. And then when they did the second one, I probably. I would have been like, oh, yeah, I got to see. I probably I would have paid $84 for that. But everybody else, I don't, man, I don't know about paying $84, man. <laughs> there needs to be something like the WWE Network, but for, like, boxing, man. Like, maybe if Hulu, one of these big streaming services could get, like, boxing into it. And so you build up fighters by watching fights for free. And then there's, like, a big fight that you got to pay extra for, but it's not 80 bucks. Yeah. I feel like that would help a little bit, man, because this one of these fights where I don't think people really know who they are that much, but they've heard of them. Yeah. And it's more like everybody's saying it's a big fight, so they're going to watch. But I don't think many people are going to pay 84 fucking dollars for a fight in this economy when everything, sidebar, is it me or did every price raise for everything this week, uh, man? I, fam, right before this podcast, I had a talk with my wife because we working on saving more money. Or trying to save money. When I tell you everything is up, everything is title sent me an email talking about some our prices that change. We will now be $16.99 a month. Like $16.99 a month. Dog, I'm sitting here. I already cleared out a lot of streaming services that, that I barely use because shit, that was like 
adding up to like $50, $60. So now I got one streaming service. I got uh, HBO Max, and that's it. I can't, man, dog, I, everything going up, man. Everything going up. We was talking about fast food. Uh, a meal for me and her at Whataburger is like 25 bucks. 20, 25, 27 bucks. It's like, damn. Everything going up but the paycheck, man. Yep. It's crazy. It is. And especially like this week, on like everything announced a price increase this week, man. I want to say it was Spotify. You said it was Tidal. Google, um, I think Hulu, uh, the streaming service, every every digital service uh, like announced a price increase this month, man, or this week even. I'm like, did the Illuminati all get together and say this is the week we're going to jack up everybody's price? Yeah, because and even the shit at the store, I feel like has increased this week. <laughs> Some shit I bought that was cheaper last week is suddenly like a dollar more expensive. I'm yeah. like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on, man. I, there is no more COVID to blame no more. What the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, remember they tried. To, remember they tried to blame the chicken wing shortage and all this other shit. Everything, bread, COVID, yeah. everything, and then the shortage is done. Like the COVID, look, look, all of all the COVID restrictions are gone. Yes, the prices keep it's, going up. Yeah, like, what it's the getting fuck? worse. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, I'm, man. Yeah, I'm gonna need some type of streaming platform, a uh, uh, free. Jailbroken streaming platform or something. Man. Yeah, this is what drives people to piracy, man. Like this, yeah. this is what happens when you keep the price of the brick just keeps going up. Yeah. And to be fair, got to be a breaking and, point. And to be honest, man, I ain't even tell my wife this. I'm thinking about going back to cable, man. I'm, I, I might at this point, I might as well get basic cable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just give me the basic cable. I don't even know how much it is now because I ain't had cable in shit seven, eight years. But at this point, I'm ready. I might as well just go back getting basic cable. Cause this oh, and then ridiculous. when you get cable, you get access to some streaming shit too. That's a crazy yeah. thing. I think that's how we got HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, shit's just wild, man. It's crazy, it, it's man. crazy out here now, man. Yeah. HRW says, especially when fights can only, yes, fights can be short as fuck. At least that's, with the WWE, yeah. you know it's scripted, so it's going to yeah. be long as hell. Yes. The boxing matches can end at any point, yeah. and that's it. So, especially yeah, it's if wild. You, especially if you're watching like a uh, a Floyd Mayweather fight, mm-hmm. which I think is a little ridiculous to pay for one of his fights anyway. Yeah, you know it's going to end in a fucking decision. It's going to yes. go all 12 no, rounds, and you're just going to be dancing no, no for the knock, most part. Yeah, no knockouts yeah. and all, this, all the rules in there, but... Something like that, man. I just nah, man. Like they clearly, some of them in there clearly doing it just for the bread. So they not about to pull no effort. So you really rolling the dice, paying for a fight because the fight, no, like yeah. you said, the fight, the fight you want that could just last in one round and that's it. You be pissed. That's how it was in the Mike Tyson days, man. Like the fucking fights cost like a hundred dollars and then it'll be over in the first round. <laughs> Like, yeah. but it, it was exciting because it was Mike Tyson, man. He was larger than life at that point. Yeah. But I don't think any boxer got that kind of clout now. I think the Deontay Wilder, uh, Tyson Fury things were kind of big, but in a Gervonta Davison, Ryan Garcia thing was kind of big. But um, I don't know, man. The the price got to go down for people to really invest, unless it's just going to keep pirating shit or that one person buy it and have a watch party, which is cool. 
Yeah. But yeah, 84 bucks for a boxing match in today's economy is fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, HRW, send me some more links, man. Send me some more. <laughs> no, I'm I'm done. When I say I'm done, yeah. I'm finished with all oh, this yeah, shit. For I'm, sure, I'm ready to cut all this out, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm low-key ready to cut title off. Uh, $16 a month. Yeah, that's re- that's crazy. I man. remember it used to be $9.99, man. Mm-hmm. That's how they that, that's how they get you. <laughs> because they when they price it like that, they're taking a loss for the most part. Yeah. But the most important thing is to build a customer base and then they crank up the price over time. Mm-hmm. So, and that's how that's the trick with these fucking digital platforms, man. Now we can't live without them. Now they they're saying, oh, we're gonna keep re- increasing the price. So that's, that's the that's the game, man. We 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 all got game run on us yeah. with this streaming shit, man. So it's yeah. our fault. Yeah. Um. All right, we're right. getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and bounce. It's been a long podcast. Appreciate you chopping, uh, stopping by HRW. Everybody, we love y'all. Until next time. Peace.